a good evening. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. How's everybody doing out there? Thanks Fabulous. for checking in for another episode. <laughs> wasn't asking you, asking our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> another uh, jam-packed episode tonight. And tonight, I really mean that. Uh, this is going to be a long one. So let's jump right in and uh, let me just list off, as I usually do, where you can find us online. First is our website, ahpod.com, A-H-H-P-O-D.com. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. You can also email us at hometownhorrorpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, a reminder that we're now a part of Horror Facts Magazine, which is horrorfacts.com. You can go right on that website. It's a great resource if you're a horror fan for news, reviews, etc., etc. But the most important thing on there is their podcast section where you can find our show alongside a bunch of other great shows. So check out horrorfacts.com if you haven't already. First and foremost, I must say, hope everybody had a great 4th of July. And uh, apologies for the unplanned week off. But we back, baby. We back, and here we are. And again, I am not alone, as I never am. I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts, Andrew, Kat, and Matt. Ladies, or lady, gentlemen, what's going on? What up? Not we're, a we're whole lot. We're living Hello. life. We're enjoying the summer. It's the middle of July. Dog days are coming up. Yeah. Dog Dude, days, The baby. struggle is real, right? The struggle sound is of real. The, the struggle is real. Sound brought to you by Sounds <laughs> Do from the Hound. Do we have any sounds from the Hound? We don't have any sounds from the Hound. <laughs> no, Nobody knows what we're talking about. Maybe we'll incorporate that at some point in the future. Yes. Speaking of the dog days of summer, our dog, the spooky hound dog, is upstairs. He is not taking part in this episode because he's a pain in my balls, and he will not be down here. Screw you, Otis. Anywho, guys, what's been going on? Would anyone like to lead off with what we've been watching in the uh, two weeks prior? Matt, I know you're I always... I have a good amount, so yes. if anyone has a short list, they want to go first, that's fine. I have, I have like, like I have like four I, things I can talk I about. I can go first, yeah. okay. because I... Okay, so I have two movies I've watched. One I'm not going to talk about yet because it relates to a question we are going to be answering later, so cool. I will wait for them. Um, okay. I watched a 2001... Uh, art house horror, maybe erotic horror, you might call it, oh, um, called Trouble Every Day. Did you watch that movie? No, but when you said erotic horror 2001, I was like, I wonder if it's Trouble Every Day. Yeah. I watched it probably so, like three months ago. Oh, okay, so you have seen that movie. Yeah. French Extreme. I thought that movie that. was phenomenal. Yeah, Where'd you find it? Um, that was on Shudder. Yep. Of course it was. And yeah. uh, Vincent Gallo was one of the main actors. It actually, was it Sundance or was it... Uh, which one was it? Was it Sundance or something? Um, it was Claire Dennis or Claire Denis. Claire Denis. Um, Claire Denis. I don't know if it's. I see. I don't know if I was Beatrice it a French. Was this, it's like a French film, or, but French it was all movie. mostly in American yeah. or in English. <laughs> American. <laughs> American. Yeah, it had American. You're in America. Had American speak American people in it. Going yeah, had, to but like it was like half and half. <clears throat> like the like the, yeah. the, you didn't really need. There wasn't too many subtitles in it, and it was a wild concept for a movie. It was basically um, about this couple that was on their honeymoon um, that came from Denver, Colorado. They went to Paris, and basically her husband was trying to meet up with another doctor that him that they had both been on, like, a, a research project, and they were essentially trying to figure out what, what I think. Like, it's a very vague movie. They are trying to find a cure for cannibalism uh, because he suffered from it, and the other doctor's significant other yeah. suffered from it as well. But they only became cannibalistic during sex. So there would be these, like, se- there was a lot of nudity, a lot of sex in this movie. <laughs> and um, the only time, like, what I could, because what I gathered from it was the fact that if, once you started to orgasm, you started to eat the other person and overpower them. So 
<laughs> like, I mean, no. I don't want to get into that. I wish you guys could see the look like, that Mike was just staring like, at it's, it's, it's a very hard movie to explain because it's like, that's essentially what it was. Like, yeah. they would be orgasming and then be like, I'm going to eat your neck. And, like, even this tiny woman would just overpower men okay. during this uh, madness that she just, just ensued. It was very, um, it was beautifully shot, well written, extremely unique plot to a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of holes in the plot. Cronenberg, that's fine. Yeah. It was very Cronenberg. Yeah. Okay. It so, was so, okay. So you have gory. Me there. It was extremely gory. The last thirty minutes of this movie are absolute fucking balls to the walls. Nuts. It's an extreme slow burn before that, but it's grainy. It's just well. It's just a very well done movie. And if you haven't seen it, you got to watch it. I feel like trying to explain this movie, Cat. <laughs> Do me a favor. No, don't ever watch this movie. Don't ever watch this movie. Because there are a few scenes in this movie that are so unsettling. So I finished watching this movie and I just looked at my TV and I was like, I gotta put Seinfeld on now. Like, I need Dude, something like art. That's French extremity, my friend. Dude, and, and, it was, and I was I was I was like, you know who probably watched this movie when I after I finished it? I was like, I Matt. bet you Matt's watched this movie. <laughs> and I was like, I bet you Matt liked this movie. I did. And you did, because it's an awesome movie. It, it is, is very it is, well. Done. It is quite eerie how similar tastes you guys have. So wait, Sounds you, like a very strange film that categories about French phrases. Amazing, so let's just amazing film. Did you I, I would it? say, I would give that like a 7 out of 10. Like, if you haven't seen it and you want to watch something different, unique, yeah. watch it because it's not your run-of-the-mill horror movie. Okay. It's different. It's very artsy-fartsy, which I like. That is it's right also It's also not your basic fucking just slasher or just, it's, yeah, it's, it's unique. It's, it's differently done. It's, yeah, it's, sure. a, it's, it's, a, it's a movie old. you watch and it stays with you well past your viewing. Like, I want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. As uncomfortable as that movie made me feel, I would love to watch that movie again. You should watch some Gaspar Noé movies. Right, yeah. <laughs> so when you threw on Seinfeld after, did you watch the episode where George eats the sub while he's having sex just to kind of count uh, the balance? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I may have. Some spicy mustard? It's possible. Okay, and what's that film called again for those out there? Trouble Every Day. Trouble Every Day. It is a very, like, you're either this side or you're this side. Okay. You either love it or you hate it. Or you're disgusted, mm. and I was all three. I loved it, <laughs> I hated it, and I was disgusted, and that's why I hey, watched it. But it made you feel something. Oh, it was awesome! It was, it was a fantastic movie. Good, excellent. I'd rather have that reaction than you know some of the shitty Blumhouse movies out there where it's just like oh. you know a cheap fiber supplement where you you know put it in your system and it goes through you and makes you there's, feel like you experience something. There's no need. There's, there's no need for those movies. <laughs> right. I don't need yeah, Metamucil. Exactly. I need the real fucking deal. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, what else we got? What else we what else we got besides? Um, uh, I'll bring up my other movie. Oh, that's right. Okay, so just those two, right? Just that one. Why don't we let Matt go? Unless you have anything, we I know we watched a lot of stuff together. I went by myself though. Okay, what did you? I watched his house. Oh, that's right. I forgot you watched his house. His house. I was. I don't. I don't know what you were. I think you were working. I was working. Yeah, I was working. And I was just kind of scrolling through Netflix, and this popped up, and I was like, "This kind of looks creepy." So I started watching the trailer, and I was like, "No, no, nope. I'm just gonna put it on." (laughs) So it's um. It's directed by Remy Weeks. It was a 2020 movie. Remy Rifkin? Mm. Well, Don't worry about it. Just pass. keep going. Yes. Pass. Um, Stop distracting her. Let her finish a thought. So it's about two <laughs> refugees that are coming from the Sudan and the war and all that stuff. And they're going into London to start over with their lives. And they've had a lot of different dark... They have a dark past. They were both in tribes and everything. And ultimately, whatever dark... There's like some sort of darkness that follows them to this new house... And they start hallucinating, and they say that there's some sort... And they're also being, you know, very closely watched by 
this um, whatever like program that they're entering so that they can start their new life. But they're also like monitoring, saying, okay, well, you can only spend this much money. You have to live here. You have to do this. You have to do that in order to become a citizen ultimately. But you're right now, you're only like a refugee here, so you have you have certain limitations. But so they're in this house. Creepy things start happening. They start tearing off the wallpaper. The whole place has holes in it. So the guy comes to inspect it and is like, holy shit, like, what are you guys doing? And he says that he hears things in the walls and, like, they look like absolute psychopaths. And so it's creepy. It's a super creepy movie. It's kind of artistic in a way, too. It gets to that point. but um, Artsy-fartsy, as yes. Andrew said. Yeah. So the main, the main character, she's from Lovecraft Country. Oh, um, okay. Uni okay. Musaku. She's she was in Lovecraft Country. Who Matt, did she play in Lovecraft Country? I don't remember. Okay. Um, Matt Smith. He's playing. He's in The Crown, and he's he's the he guy. Was he in was in Last Night in Soho. Last Night in Soho. Mm. Um, oh, which I saw you watch that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of yeah so yep, they yep, they right. have some pretty interesting people in that, and it's it's a very like culturally creepy kind of twist to it. That's it's interesting. Mm. That, Sounds almost like a <clears throat> like a fish out of water type of mo- type thing. I've scrolled that past that movie like eight times, and every time I stop for like five seconds, and I'm like, I kind of want to watch this movie, and then I never end up watching it. Yeah, well worth it. Well, it was good. Well, worth I liked it. Yeah, watch yeah. it. Yeah. That's called two thumbs way up. Two thumbs it's way like way a up. Thumb and a half. Thumb and a half. Okay. <laughs> so it's called One thumb uh, in the bubble. Thumb, thumb, thumb in the bubble. Yeah. Okay. Thumb in the bubble. It's called His House, and it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. yeah. As we confused with her house. Her house. His yeah. house. Yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of weird. Their it gets house. weirder as you go. But Whose house? Hmm. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's, it's good. It's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. I'll have to check it out, because I remember you were telling me you were watching it when I was working, and you said that you thought I would like it, so yeah. I'll have to check it out. I feel like I didn't think you would like it, and then as it kept going, I was like, maybe you would like this. So, yeah. Cat just watches creepy shit when you're not home. That's weird. Mm, that is strange. Yeah, yeah. She never wants to watch it when you're there. Oh, she does. Watched... I'll, give her, I'll give her some credit. She, she has a lot lately. Yeah. I watched that girl in a picture, too. On Netflix, a documentary about the um, John, uh, Jane Doe body that got found. And oh, oh right. So, I, yeah. It's bad, so scary, it was, like, sad. Um, it spiraled it sad? a little out of control. Oh, sad, though. Sad story? It was a sad story. Um, sad. You don't want to watch it if it's sad. Well, oh, I want to watch it. Cannibals is fine. Cannibals is fine. The level of concern in your voice <laughs> and really, on your face like, when you just say, like, is it, like, really sad? Well, because it's, <laughs> it's, when it's, like, a real, when it's a real life documentary and it's just a sad ending... Like yeah, nobody, has, nobody has time for that. So I, I walked in for about the last half hour of this after I got out of work, and it was yeah, it was definitely strange. It, it was, was a so, lot of shit going on. Yeah, yeah. You find out this girl had like. Don't give it away. We haven't watched. Well, it. Uh, this girl has a huge backstory. We'll say a very very dark backstory with like being raped and her family and like moving around a ton and her dad and like there's a a, a bunch of terrible things that happened to this girl something for a whole, whole family Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah Jeez. not to laugh but yeah but, that was pretty funny yeah it's, it's, yeah and she leads different lives like she's one girl when she's growing up she's another girl when she's in high school she's another girl when she's in her 20s she's and like she a shapeshifter dies like they, she has different different names different identity people, different, crisis I, it's crazy yeah. it's That's, absolutely that is, nuts that does sound yeah it's yeah, very it sad sounds very sad yeah, yeah. Thanks so, for ruining my night. The girl in the picture, yeah. It's the girl Netflix. in the picture, also a Netflix. Netflix documentary. Dude, Netflix documentaries, I will, like, their movie selection is, I would for sure call subpar, but, for at least horror movies, but their documentaries that they make yeah. are fucking 
dope. Yeah, yeah, fire on all make, cylinders between yeah. the, the Night Stalker one, uh, the John Wayne Gacy one was awesome. The Bundy tapes that was yeah. awesome. Dude, that like don't fuck with cats thing. Yeah, that one was that was like the first one I watched. See, I didn't watch like, that. Whoa, dude, this is legit. Yeah, no, it's fucking. The one with I'm the like wild. woman like that straps like the bomb around the guy's neck. Oh, uh, like, <laughs> what's that one called? I know exactly. Evil Genius. Yeah, yeah, that one's wild too. Cecil Hotel one. Cecil Hotel one was really Okay. The, the Cecil Hotel one was a little bit long, but it was still good yeah. though. It was They're still, all pretty long. Yeah, they they yeah. you you are right though. They do hit it out of the park with most of their document. Series. HBO has yeah. bangers. They too. do. Yeah. I mean, what was the uh, what was the big one with uh, Robert Durst? Um, the Jinx. That one was really good. Oh yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was on HBO though. HBO. So we're just talking. about Oh, HBO. sorry, yeah. I was That's reading good. something. No worries. All right, Kat. I know we, we you'll we'll, you'll chime back in when I talk about some of the stuff. That the we staircase, watched together, that's right? That's another good one. I haven't yeah, yeah. seen that yet. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, what what about you, right, my friend? I got a lot. Okay. So a few of these I'm gonna kind of breeze through because they're rewatches. So real quick, I'll give you the Devil's Rejects. I rewatched the other night. Mm-hmm. I saw this article on Bloody Disgusting that was about how Rosario Dawson had this role as a nurse in the Devil's Rejects in a deleted scene where Doctor Satan gets brought from the house into a hospital. And he, like, rips her throat out. And uh, it was pretty rad. It was super violent, mm. super bloody, very Rob Zombie-ish. But he was like, dude, where Devil's Rejects is such a way more, like, serious movie than House of a Thousand Corpses, he's like, that character just does not make Doesn't sense. Yeah. So I respect that decision. But I gave Devil's Rejects a rewatch. Uh, Holds up as well as the yeah, last Yeah, dude, the yeah. soundtrack in that movie is so good. fucking good. Great use of Freebird. It's just, like, nonstop, like, every song that comes on. It's just a lot of driving. Yeah. So I kind of noticed that. I'm like, oh, it kind of makes sense. It's just, like, a little breeze through. You get a little bit of the song. So mm. very good soundtrack. Still violent as hell when the girl runs around with the fucking face on her face. Gets her <laughs> by the truck. Brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I rewatched uh, Henry. Say, speaking of zombie, uh, new Monsters trailer tomorrow, by the way, I too. know. Yeah. I saw that. Yep, yep. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Henry <clears throat> Portrait of a Serial trailers. Killer. Um... You're not yeah, it's brutal. It's yeah. Uh, that's a that's a movie that makes you feel icky when you watch it. Oh, but sorry. it's it's so good. Yeah. Um, Michael, but Michael there's something about that movie I think that captures something I don't think any horror movie I've ever seen has, and it's just that like this dude lives like up your street. Like this is like someone. It's just there's you think of how many fucking people are in the world, and especially in America, and how fucking crazy everybody is now. And it's just like, dude, like, especially back in the 80s when you can just, like, do whatever the fuck you want. And, like, it was so hard to trace everything. It was like, dude, this guy's just driving around killing whoever he wants. Someone just following within, people. Someone like, within a five-mile radius of us right now has probably killed someone. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. And there's probably more than one. And they probably killed more than one people. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, all yeah. I'm saying. Not saying it's me, but. Is it, though? It's <laughs> such a fucking grimy. Oh, it's so grimy. Shitty fuck. Like, not shitty in the sense it's a bad movie, but just, like, shitty, like. It's like the depths of, like, the bottom of the barrel fucking people yeah. in this movie. Michael Roker is so fucking good in he's, it. He's a fantastic actor. Yeah, great he kills it. Apparently, it. he's reuniting with that director to make some sort of kind of, like, low-key-ish sequel to that. Oh. I feel like I did see something How about that. How old is he? Old enough. Still acting. Guess, Dude, he's, he's in those Guardians of the Galaxy movies. He was in The Walking Dead for a long time. Slither. What's, what's Guardians? That's a, uh, a movie in the Marvel Cinematic oh, yeah, so Universe no that you pay no attention <laughs> to. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, he's a great actor. I, I get, like The only movie that I, I, I think the first time I saw it that made me feel similarly to 
Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer was Maniac. The first time I saw oh, Maniac. Yeah. That movie yeah. fucked I, 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 me thought, up. I thought of bringing that up, but I want to save that movie for one of my review picks. Oh, so I don't that's going to be one of Maniac. my <laughs> favorite review picks. I can't. Can we do that? No, just kidding. Okay. Um, yep. Uh, I did, so July 3rd is National Return of the Living Dead Day, if you yeah. didn't know. I remember <laughs> I sent you guys that picture. Sure did, yep. So I rewatched that. What a fun fucking capture of just like, so that's, it's so funny that there's Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer from 1986, and then there's Return of the Living Dead from 1985, probably not even a full year apart from each other, and these are like polar opposite fucking movies. There's the, like, just sickly fucking misery that is Henry Portrait of Serial Killer and then this like fun gooey hilarious ridiculousness that really captures like the 80s killer clowns from outer space Friday the 13th million sequels like this huge onslaught of just fun chaotic horror movies and that has to be if you were to name a top three that's got to be within that top three for sure that movie fucking kicks ass and it is funny as shit still even like watching it today like the campiness of it, their jokes are they they're still good. They're still good jokes. So and then, you know, the effects are eighties, but That's I'm gonna do it. So it's to be expected. <laughs> my new movies that I watched, I watched this movie from two thousand eight called Splinter. Uh, not good. Um it's about not great, this, Bob. It's about this couple that are like on vacation going camping and then they get tied up with this like criminal couple. Um, and they have to hole up at a gas station because there's some sort of parasitic infection that's creeping around and it's causing people to, like, develop these, like, wooden spores out of their body and become, like, these monster creature things. Wicked, heavy, like, shaky cam bullshit, so you can't really see what's going on whenever Great anything concept. exciting's going on. Hmm. Now, I mean, yeah. Well, but, like, like, the, the general the, idea. It has, a uh, well, the main dude in it is the nerdy kid from Road Trip. Oh, like the kid with the glasses, like the smart kid oh, that no smokes the weed with the yeah, dog. Yeah, okay. Um, I forget his name off the top of my head, but um, yeah, no, I wasn't impressed, so I was kind of bummed out. Um, and then I did watch um, last night in Soho. Finally, I hadn't seen it yet. What did yeah, you think? I thought it was like, fantastic. Oh, yeah. That movie was awesome. fucking great. Yeah, yeah it was very, very wildly entertaining. Yeah. Yes. Um, it was a ghost story. Good man. That was by the way. mixed with like, it, I felt like I was watching like. A fucking it was like the great gatsby as a ghost yeah. story so it was like very exciting it's a um, good way of looking at it yeah yeah because yeah. it well it just captured that like old fucking big exciting like you know what i mean that glamorous lifestyle yeah. of the 60s and granted great gatsby i think is even more the 20s, 60s, but, yeah. 20s. Yeah. yeah the roaring 20s, 20s yeah. yeah um great twist uh good gore good fucking scares good story good act just Top to bottom. Awesome. Great awesome. movie. Great, great soundtrack. Original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the soundtrack was fucking right too. Downtown. <laughs> Where? Yeah. Another song reference. And then uh, I did watch uh, Crimes of the Future. Go. So. What do you think? It's confusing. So I had to like kind of read into it after. But it is good. It's slow. Um, and the gross outs are for sure gross. Um, so basically Viggo Mortensen plays this guy who can regenerate organs on his own and he's kind of being like pursued to exploit that and like kind of manufacture this whole like thing and there's this tie I don't want to like give a lot of it away no I don't want you when, to give yeah, it less the, less the better yeah there's this I want tie in with the certain people who have been kind of ingesting things throughout their lives and the way that all plays out so it's very hyperbolic for like what the human body endures frequently every single day on like a micro fucking 
scale. But um, it was cool. It was interesting. It's David Cronenberg. I love slow so, burns. So is it's, it is yeah. it as nauseating and disgusting as it was made out to be when it was in the festival circuit? Uh, I mean, walking up. If you're like not into like surgery stuff, it's pretty Oof. tough. Yeah, I don't know if I am. Um, I'd watch it. I'd check it out. I'm I'm in 100 percent watching that movie. I yeah. can't wait to watch that. Movie. There's a lot of just like you're just like. Like, you can, like, I, that's yeah. the, that's feel the, it. But if you I'm watching I mean? a horror movie, to me, that is the best feeling you can ever get in the world. Mm. It's just that, <laughs> like, un- Yeah, but, like, the, like the, I'm just, like, you can literally, the, like, you can, like, oh, you're, like, you, like, oh. Yeah, but it, it's... Like, you know when you, like, like, bone, when you're, like... Uh, bone tomahawk. Bone tomahawk. Like, oh, that God. scene. No, 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 no. no. Like, so, you know, like, see, I get freaked out if I, like, itch my belly button. Because I feel like I'm going to, like, unravel my belly. Well, I mean, if my belly button itches, I itch it. My ear, yeah, my belly button. Like, it's just, like, that's weird because I know there's so many internal organs behind it. So I'm like, I, I'm with Matt. I get way more freaked out itching my belly button than I do I, I, Yeah, I just kind of, oh, like, I, I don't, try to I just, like, kind of rub my belly button. I itch my, I itch my ear 8,000 times yeah, a day, but, and I but, rarely touch my belly button. Does your belly button never oh, really get itchy? Sometimes. Sometimes. Not really, but I just kind of go like this. Yeah, like, so. you just rub the outside. Just yeah. Do yeah, well, it's such a right. hard knob. It's like it's weird. Well, I don't, I don't know. I have, have an, an innie or an Audi. I have an innie. I don't drive. But the innie is like I can't afford an Audi. It's so hard. Uh, Who wants an Audi? Dude, when oh, Sarah well, was pregnant and her belly button yeah. popped out, I was just like that mortified. To, I yeah, so that, long. Was that, like, that, that yeah. what is going on? I understand. It's like the movie. It's like Alien. I understand. No, I understand. But there's that kind of like you get these kind of like visceral feelings. Like there's a lot of like things going inside of people and rooting around and like. Oh, but there's amazing. like this weird like they get this like weird like pleasurable sensation from, so it's very uncomfortable you're like oh mm. like it's the I last thing I'd want to fucking I feel wait like, to watch this movie yeah. <laughs> you'll like it if you like well that's why I was gonna say if you like Trouble Every Day you'll like yeah, it so. it's weird it's not that it's not that same level. page but there's but this the weird pain concept. and pleasure kind yeah. of yeah it just excites me that Cronenberg is still firing on all cylinders and he's we also have chicken, Brandon Cronenberg you know? too well he may come up later up later on in this episode Mm. We shall see. Mr. Odette, do you have anything else that you want to uh, run through? I have this one little side blip I want to give. Um, mm-hmm. it, so this was it's not something that I watched recently. I've seen it before, mm-hmm. but I got to watch somebody else watch it. So Sarah kind of stumbled upon this article about Ari Aster and his short films that recently that he's done before. Okay. And she watched The Strange Thing About the Johnsons from 2011. 30-minute short film. Very... Twisted. Yeah. So I have you seen it? I have not. Do you I've know heard, what it's about? I, I've heard of it. I have not seen it. Though. I'm not going to give a word away about what it's about. Yeah, don't. I would don't like to watch anything. it. Yeah. Uh, you watch it on like, it's it's very fucked up. Can you watch it on YouTube? Where, where yeah. can you find it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You can watch we'll, it on we'll YouTube. Watch it. Um, it's super twisted. Um, there's like sexual abuse things in it, but it's different. But I'll mm. throw that out there just because okay. I know that can be like a trigger thing. So just okay. know right. that. Yeah, sure. Trigger sure. warning. Sarah watched it and she was like, dude, like mm. <laughs> that guy's fucked up. And I was yeah. like, yeah, Ari Aster rocks. So that's <laughs> someone I have kind of in mind for uh, later. Cool. Well, okay. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So I'll go quickly through mine. Um, so first and foremost, uh, last time we recorded, we talked about the black phone at length. And I think we all made pretty clearly our thoughts on the movie. Um, I did finish today actually the uh i guess if you want to i don't know if i consider it reading a book i finished the audiobook version of 20th century ghost by joe hill so i listened to all of the short stories i gotta i gotta blast through yeah so basically i mean uh, it's good it's very good a lot of the stories are like it it, i think it's 
your cup of tea, Andrew, if you ever decided you want to read, because a lot of the stories are really strange and really ambiguous. And there were a number of stories in it that I had to, like, Google what the fuck they were about after the fact. What did the Google say? Which I thought was interesting. So there's, there's, two, there's like, there's like 25 yeah. stories in this collection. It's like a it's like a ten hour audiobook. Jesus Christ. The stories yeah. are all very short. Well, too. I'm in the I'm in the car I'm in the car quite a bit doing estimates for work. Stories so. though, what are they like ten pages? I also yeah. listen to my I listen to audio, my audiobooks uh, on one one and a half speed. So it does like a two hour story. I don't see I can barely like take in something when I'm staring at it, I, reading I, it. I'm let alone at double speed. <laughs> I'm a I'm a speed <laughs> yeah, I'm a speed reader and I like when people talk really slow on podcasts, it bugs the fucking shit out of me. So I, was I can't say, yeah. whenever we're in the car and you have a podcast on it's like so most podcasts like, most podcasts I listen to I get that with a podcast <laughs> like though, I get I get that as a podcast, yeah. but if it was a book I would have so much trouble. Well books books are slower. But I also don't read books. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah so, speed uh, is just go. Apparently. So po- podcasts I listen to on one point two speed so it's a little bit faster just slightly audiobooks i can't stand how slow they are because a lot of them a lot of the like the the language is like uh, you know, <laughs> dramatized yeah. well, people they like they, they say performed by a person so it's God. like it's performed yeah well, that's so like, cool. like 20th that. century ghosts i listen to on one and a half speed and i listen to it probably in like i don't know six hours something like that it's good it's good not great joe hill is a very i mean stephen king's weird so this is saying something Joe Hill is a much more dark fantasy style writer than Stephen King. Stephen King is much more pure horror. I have mixed feelings on Joe Hill, but I would overall, if you want to get into like a new horror author, the best way to do that is with short stories. I think because mm-hmm. it gives you little quick, That's quick the hits only thing on their stories, and this is a good collection to get your feet wet with Joe Hill. So I finished that. It's good, not great, and I just fired up today. I'm about uh, an hour and a half into. Last time I read this, I actually physically read this book was in high school. Uh, Peter Benchley's Jaws. I saw. And now I am listening to the audiobook version, and I want to see if I remember the book as fondly as I did from high school, because I know that there are some some significant differences between the movie and the book that they left out. So I'll report back on that later. But um, yeah, in terms of books, that's what I got. But the biggest things that I've watched over the last couple of weeks, I I feel like we have to we have to say this. Have we talked about it? We have to say okay. Matt, I don't think you finished it. No. no what are fine. our cat Andrew? <laughs> what are our thoughts? I'm not get Spo- spoiler so. free. The end of season four for Stranger Things. Uh, best season of Stranger Four. Uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Four. Awesome, <laughs> awesome ending. Great lead into season five. If you haven't watched it, time to fucking get on the boat. They're long. The episodes are long. <laughs> but if you really think about it in the grand scheme of things, it's one season. It's maybe it's totals yeah, about twelve hours. Yeah. So that's like twelve hour long episodes. So on a rainy you just, day. Just but you just gotta like <laughs> you can you can pause forty five minutes in and continue on later. Yeah. Like you don't have to just binge this because it's a hard show to binge. It's a lot. But yeah. you want to though. It's you need to. You don't yeah. you want to. You have to. If you don't, then I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and this um, is from someone that hates watching television shows. Yeah. Kat, your thoughts on Stranger Things 4? I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was one of the best seasons so far. Now, it, it, and that, that says something because you were the type of person going into this season where you weren't a huge fan of Stranger Things. No, I mean... You said I, it was no. okay. You you, you weren't a huge okay. fan. I yeah. think the first few seasons were kind of rough for me to get into. Just kind of dumb. I don't know. They were slow. I don't know. It's corny... I don't. I could. I could take it or leave it. But I feel like this season was a lot more interesting in like a horror sense too. Like it was very, is much more of a thriller. Like it was constant action. Like the most, the most horror season by far 
huge Nightmare on Elm Street vibes. Specifically, yeah. I'd say like it's not even that though. The third one, Dream the, Dream Warriors. It's very the best. Much. It's yeah. the best the quadrant one. of stories yeah. that they've done. It's like four different stories right. all going that they've done. Yeah. There's the, 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 the quadrants. Okay. Are any I, of them quadrants? Okay. So I want, I want to say the the, the California the California story and the Russia story kind of stink for that a little bit until stink, they don't stink. But they're at least the California they're, they're at least the, C pluses. The California story stink. stinks the entire time. Russia gets good towards the end. The one thing Russia is one of the best stories. Mm, took too long to get there. That's where all your monsters no, are. I, I know, but it took so too much. long to get there. Took too long to get the there. One the one thing in the whole the series... Monsters! The one thing in the all your monsters. There's no worms. There's that no I worms. could do without <laughs> is Winona Ryder. I could throw her off the cliff. She sucks. We're giving a brief synopsis. We don't need to talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. She is so annoying. She's I, just... Uh, her character is obnoxious. I said it a few weeks back. I'm all set with the entire... Not... Too Not bad. you, Andrew no, Byers. Too bad, Mike, because you better get used to it. The entire Byers family in Stranger Things, I'm sick of. I'm sick yeah. of no, but I'm apparently sick of Will, the Duffer, I'm sick of Jonathan, the Duffer I'm sick Brothers of, uh, aren't, though, because know, that's going to be the main... And what's Winona Ryder's character? Uh, um, uh, uh, Janet? Uh, Janet Jill? Byers? Jill? Yeah, something Byers. No, my mom is Janet Yeah, Janet. <laughs> oh, that's, that's actually my mom. Uh, Joyce. 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 Joyce Byers. I knew it was a J. I knew it was a J. Yeah. No, just in that entire um, series, she bothers me. Short name. She was really good in season one. This season, I feel like they're running out of stuff for all of them to do. Yeah. Which is what it, is what the weakest, but I mean, the parts that are great are great, fantastic, awesome action at the end. I thought it was weird they divided the season up into seven episodes for the first part and two episodes for the last part. The last two weren't as good as the first seven were. It's like a but Walking it was still Dead mid-season good. It's, it's, finale. It's still good. It's the eleven backstory <laughs> yeah. that is what makes this. I think so too. I, and without giving a lot away, and I think that they definitely they leave it on a pretty much a huge cliffhanger oh, and yeah. setting it up for the final season. Oh, but to you be know what's going to happen. Yeah, you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Stranger Things 4, if you haven't watched it yet, uh, go back and ch- check it out. Check it out. Looking at you. I'm cruising. Hey, listen, I'm cruising through <laughs> I know, I know. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a commitment. I have a baby. It's a, it's a commitment. It's yes. it's she likes to watch Elmo. That's correct. Like, just <laughs> Elmo likes Here, yeah, why don't you just watch me while I watch TV? Well, when I get it, whenever I'm watching her, I'm pretty good at it. I can get her to, like, nap in the daytime, and I, if I'm lucky, I get a good two hours. But then I'm like, I just fucking crush a movie. Right, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so that's Stranger Things 4, obviously available on Netflix. Matt, Kat and I also checked out The Cursed, finally. Yes. I know yeah. you've been kind of championing this movie for a while. That. I know, I was excited when yeah. you said that. Kat, what'd you think of this? I thought it was okay. Yeah, I, I was say not your type of movie. Yeah. Too. Like, I wasn't like totally invested in it, because I was like, oh, well, we'll put it on. And I, I thought it was okay. It's strange. It's, it's different. Strange. Yeah. yeah. It was it, very different. It was almost like you're combining a gothic ghost story with a with a, a monster movie. Because yeah. when I'll you say. first yeah. put on the trailer, I was like, "Oh, that looks really interesting," and I felt like it just was kind of slow. It was. It was very Especially long. In the beginning, and I was like, "Oh, I'm having well, a hard it, time." Well, because it took me this. a hard time finding out what the fuck was like going on. Okay, so yeah. I wasn't alone in that. Because yeah. I said to Mike, "I was like, what? Like, who Can are these people? What the are last, they doing?" Like, half hour of yeah. this movie. Like, I I've been watching it, but I don't get it. Like, yeah. what am I? And I saw it in theaters. For? Like, yeah. I was like yeah. looking at this movie. Yeah. Right. When when you um when you figure out what's going on, it's really good. Yeah. Um, the monster design is very cool, very different than what you're used to. Once you kind of watch the movie and understand what type of story they're trying to tell, and I think pretty early on, I I actually <clears throat> don't even dark. Very yeah, dark. It was very yeah. dark. I don't remember the trailer for this movie, so I don't know if they give away 
what exactly you're dealing with in the trailer. So maybe it's not a spoiler, but if you haven't seen the trailer and you go in blind, I feel like you're going to be a little bit more surprised. Yeah. Mm. The poster gives away some stuff, too, because I remember I posted the picture on Instagram. You can kind of see what, what we're dealing with here. Or even still, it was mm. not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I, I was, wasn't And I was, I was kind of, like, fully... Yeah. Like, I had my fucking... I was waist-deep in it by yeah. the time I went and saw it. So. I, I, will, I will say it's... Absolutely not the worst movie I've seen this year. By far, yeah. it's yeah. probably closer to the top than it is to the bottom. Oh, yeah. I would say it's yeah. within the top five yeah. for me. I'll, I'll have to, I'll really have to yeah, I have, yes. I have to go back and I don't have my rankings in front of me. I have to go back and look at them again. But I'll, I need a little bit more time to decompress and think about that. But oh, with yeah. that wide angle, decompose, shot. unbelievable, right? Yeah. Is yeah. that was De- that not just like out of nowhere, like this crazy, like yeah. great shot yeah, that you, they did? You gave me that. You gave me that text. So I was like kind of looking for it, and I immediately I was like, "Yep, there it is, right there." Yeah. So yeah, that's called the Cursed. Uh, I rented it on uh, Google TV for like three dollars. So yeah. yeah, go out and watch the Cursed. Google TV. Google TV, indeed, baby. I would and say it's like a hundred minutes. It's yeah, not, that's not watching the documentaries on Tubi last night. So also, uh, won't spend a ton of time on this, but I think probably my biggest, mo- most pleasant surprise over the last two weeks. And Kat, you can throw your comments in here too. I've heard people talk about it. Was skeptical. Um, given the fact that it started out on CBS, and I say this, but I also was a huge fan of Hannibal, and it's a show called Evil, and it's really fucking good. I've it's heard. Really? I, I, I kind of want to start. I need to start it. watching. I watched a few I episodes like, a, like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's because right? really... my ex-girlfriend at the time liked it, and yeah. I was like, this is a. I remember you telling me your old, your old, station. yeah, your old, yeah. Wo- your old, old roommate, my old roommate, my old roommate liked the show, and I was like, it's an NBC show. And I loved Hannibal, though. That was an NBC show. Yeah. But, like, sometimes these shows on NBC, like, they're still just X-Files was up. a cable show. And this um, this is a this lot show is like the X-Files. This way more fucked up, though. Like, at least yeah. what I remember for, like, the first season. Ooh, don't you dare besmirch the X-Files. I love the X-Files <laughs> so much. Uh, yeah, but Evil's pretty goddamn cool. <laughs> it's like uh, the X-Files, what? but more paranormal. And if, like, instead of being employed by the FBI, they're employed by the Catholic Church to investigate exorcisms... And demons and that was what threw yeah. me when we first started watching. I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch this. Like, it just it feels like it seemed cheesy. It seems mm. like it's so repetitive and like Catholic Church mm. and demons but it's actually and exorcisms really and all that stuff. Dude, yeah. it's got some really it's, it's edgy good. shit yeah. for a show that was on cable. Yeah. Like a lot like Dude, animal. Times are changing, man. Yeah, like you can just kind of. How can these these ca- these these cable channels can't possibly even hope to keep up with streaming services if they don't start doing yeah, edgier shit? Gotta, yeah, they gotta start stuff. Like up. you, eventually you or have to realize have that content. you're. Right. Least, eventually you're gonna have to realize that your uh, demographic isn't the loser boomers mm. that exist. It's like the newer generation. They're all gonna die eventually. Yeah, no one has time for them. It's like the Pine Hills are gonna be completely useless <laughs> when no old people <laughs> want to live there. They're like, <laughs> yeah, they just have one. That's just gonna be. It's gonna be like a rush. Yeah. like area after fucking yeah. Chernobyl yeah. like nobody's gonna be there anymore because it's a bunch of old people that want to live on top of each other all right, all right, and we getting, digress we, we're getting off topic and we I, haven't I, even I, talked about our topic yet so I would I say ask a question I would yeah okay go ahead yeah we're off topic uh, so yeah I would say The Cursed check out The Cursed and it's it's on Paramount Plus and uh, uh, so it's no longer on CBS uh, Paramount Plus has picked it up as an exclusive show, oh, so it's evil, now evil, not the curse. What did I say? The curse. Okay, yeah, that's my fault. Yes, remember it's my yes, fault. Yes, I apologize. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, that's what I got. Evil, the cursed, and Stranger Things four, as well as twenty. Now that streaming ghosts. to watch 
regularly on, on Paramount, Paramount Plus? Plus. Yes. Yep. yep. We get a new South Park you, special tomorrow. Oh, it's right. reminded me of that. I forgot about yeah. that. So I only have Paramount. Paramount Plus, Plus is sneaky. Paramount Plus is <laughs> sneaky because you can watch some shit for free, but any of the new stuff you have to have a paid account to watch. Yeah. So that's you have to have that. If we're talking about upcoming shows, there's a new one tonight. Oh, what we do in the shadows returns yes. tonight? Oh, yes. So that's yeah. there we go. Wow, there we, we go, cat. We got. We got. This is going to be a long one anyway. Like we said, we got to move because I have a couple news items to talk. So maybe let's take a is little uh, pause here for a second. Yeah. The what we do in the shadows? Yes. The yep. Maybe we take a pause for a second here. We'll come right back. <laughs> All right. I'm ready for my close-up, Mister. Hold the presses. Mm. All right. So let's talk <laughs> some. Uh, there's been a couple couple newsworthy items that have come out since uh, since the last time we recorded. So why don't we talk about these things really quick? And Matt just kind of brought it up. This was a huge disappointment to me because uh, we kind of got the first bits of news about the Salem's Lot remake that I think we've uh, talked about a little bit on this show, uh, being directed by Gary Doberman, who's famous for working on the It movies and also, I believe, some of the Conjuring franchise spinoffs. So he's uh, got some chops, and I know uh, there's some good actors in this, and it, uh, it, I, it's my favorite Stephen King book. Me too. Um, unfortunately, it got pushed back to 2023. Now, I don't know... If that's because the studio thinks they have a hit and they want to push it off to a different season. I don't know if it's a good sign, to be honest, but the only other piece of news that came out of this announcement was the fact that the movie itself is going to take place in the 70s, which is when the original book takes place. So it's mm -hmm. not going to be updated and modernized. Yeah. So beyond that, no news that I've seen regarding uh, the future of Salem's Lot or what it's actually about. I'm not going to take the uh, hit thing being like a big hit if you're going to release a movie like Sam's Lot and your initial release date is September 9th, mm. Halloween season, yeah. I don't think you get a better release date. I have a feeling they did some sort of test screening and something Went wasn't poorly. well. Um, whether they need to change an ending, there was too much violence they think they need to cut out, or something. Something didn't work. I have a feeling they're making some edits and then they're going to re-release it. That's my... That would be the smart Assumption. thing to do if something's not working, fix it. And I'm hoping that it's not anything, like, dumb, and that it's, like, they can just kind of... Maybe they want to rework an ending, be a little more closer to maybe the book, Stephen something King, like Maybe that. Stephen so. King got involved and was like, I don't like this. Well, he usually... <laughs> so. uh, he doesn't really interfere too much in his yeah. adaptations well, lately. I think he kind of lets people do their own thing, as long as it doesn't completely bastardize the source material. Um, that's the vibe that I've gotten. This decision reeks to me of... Uh, post-original shooting executive and studio interference, yeah. to be honest. So That's I would, what I'm I, saying, yeah. Yeah, you, I, I agree with you. I think there's probably some reshoots involved or something like that. So we'll see what happens with Salem's Lot. I still have uh, some cautious optimism. Uh, Lewis Pullman's going to be in it. He's going to play Ben Mears, and he was awesome in Outer Range. Which oh, I don't think Bill Pullman's. Nope, never Bill finished Pullman's that. Kid. See, that's yep, what I do with yep, shows. Yep, that's true. So, yeah, that's uh, the Same. most depressing part of news. Um, <laughs> as an Amazon truck pulls by our house and our dog is going bananas. What's up, Otis? Yes, yeah. A couple quick quick, quick things and then... Uh, <laughs> couple couple quick things and then one yeah. big thing to end with before we jump into our future of Chuck's, horror Chuck's discussion bigger. here. Yeah. Uh, tonight, as of this recording, which would be when... Oh, sorry. Today's Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, the new season of What We Do in the Shadows premieres on FX and on Hulu. Sweet. And I fucking love that show. Today. Can't wait to watch it. So it'll be available at 10 p.m. on Tuesday of this week. If today. you uh, haven't watched What We Do in the Shadows, I would highly recommend checking out the show. If you like the movie, check out the show. If you haven't seen the movie, check out the show. The show's and fucking the movie. great. It's I so can't stay up that awesome. late anymore. I know. But you can watch it on On Demand the next day. I know, yeah. We record it and then I just I'm like yeah. I think they go straight to Hulu now. Oh you know what I think they some do. Some of them do. Yeah. I think they do. Yeah. yeah. 
So I don't know for sure, but no, I think they do. I think you're right on that. I think it's like the next day they'll be on Hulu. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, uh, another quick thing: if you are interested in checking out the Black Phone, if you did not catch it in theaters, it'll be on demand uh, Friday of this week. So you'll be able to rent it from Already? like Amazon. You'll be able to rent it from Google TV. Big surprise! Yep. That was fast. Yeah, it yeah. was was quick. So who, who gets Blumhouse? HBO. That's a good question. So Blumhouse? I think it, it's not it's not Blumhouse. going to a streaming service right now. Blumhouse? It's going to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to like the platforms we can pay for. Yeah, no, so no, can, I know. yeah. I, 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 but I don't know who yeah. gets. Uh, I don't know who gets. That's Amazon. Serious. That's I think Amazon. I, it's got to be shared between Netflix and HBO. Yeah, I, I feel. feel like I feel the, like it might be HBO Max. I, I they have a shit ton of Blumhouse on there right now. Yeah, it might be. Very well, maybe. I'm not 100 percent sure, but yeah, you're uh, right. I, I guess don't, we'll see. Yeah. It doesn't matter. There hasn't yeah. been one Blumhouse movie that came out that didn't all, go to HBO Max. It's all trash anyway. Yeah. So, uh, last piece of uh, pretty big news here. This is something that I saw recently on Bloody Disgusting, and this is a pretty big deal, and I think this speaks to how big of a hit that Universal thinks they have on their hands with uh, the upcoming film called Nope from Jordan Peele. So, uh, we were just talking about this a little while ago, so that comes out next week, I believe, which means that it'll be covered on our show the week after that, due to our recording schedule. Um, looks awesome. I want to know as little about it as possible, so I'll keep... There's not really any spoilers in here, but apparently in the movie, there's a theme park that plays a huge part of the plot and the setting. Cool. They actually built this theme park for the movie. Oh. It's like a, an old west, uh, like, gold rush type of theme park that's called Jupiter's Claim. Is it still there? Can you go visit it? So they actually, they wherever they shot it, they disassembled the set, Shipped it to Los Angeles, and on the they Universal must have got paid a lot of money to yep. do that. Yep. The uh, on the Universal Studios Hollywood tram tour, there is going to be a permanent section where you can walk through the theme park that they used for no. Wow. You can cool. actually walk through it. Um, so it's going to be the same section. Apparently, like they kept the War of the Worlds remake with Tom Cruise. The crashed airplane set that's also on the back lot at Universal Studios in Hollywood. So mm-hmm. it's going to be right next to that. And also the Psycho House, the original Psycho House from when they yeah, shot Psychos on that back lot. So the, all of these things are in the same area. Cool little area if you're a fan of horror. So That's the one in Hollywood, you said? That's the one in Hollywood. Universal Studios Hollywood only. Uh, and it marks the first time that a studio tour attraction has opened. And it's actually, it's opening the day that Nope comes out, if I forgot to mention Great that. marketing so, move. Yep, launching the same day, and also movie comes out the same cool. day. Cool. Pretty Very cool. cool. Next? Friday. Uh, I believe it's next Thursday evening would be the first uh, evening, uh, would be the first mm. showings, and then it's out wide release on uh, Friday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, uh, cool. nope, nope looks great, but that's a pretty cool little thing. So, that's what I got for news, guys. Are we ready to finally Let's jump into our discussion? Get to the digestion. <laughs> that was a hell of an opening. Right? I know. My God. Well, we had a lot of pent up horror energy over the last couple of weeks, so I'm glad yeah. we got it all out of our system. But we have a lot more to discuss. <laughs> so uh, I guess we should probably talk about this topic a little bit before we jump into questions. Not an, not a long thing here, but this is an idea that we came up with a couple of weeks ago after we recorded the Black Phone episode. Um, I guess one question really started the idea, but then it kind of evolved into talking about, you know, Other if questions. you had to predict, predict and wish for things for the immediate future of horror, the horror landscape, movies, books, TV, whatever you want to do. What would that look like? What are some things you want to see? What are some things you don't want to see? Um, what do you predictions for what's going to succeed? What's going to fail? Lots of franchise talk. So it evolved into a bunch of questions. 
Otis is upstairs still screaming at the Amazon truck. You know, that guy's I, been I can on. never hear him on the on the recording. So I know, but I that, that's I, good. Yeah, so at least yeah. at least nobody. That's good. But he's, just, just, he's, he's going still yelling. Absolutely bananas. Absolutely. But yeah, so I think this kind of uh, kind of through our conversation evolved into a lot of different topics that we're going to discuss tonight. I mean, did I miss anything there? Do you guys have anything you want to talk about before we uh, jump no, right into questions? No, I got answers to your questions. I'm excited for this because this is one of the things when you guys brought me onto the show um, full time that I was really looking forward to doing. Like stuff like this, like these really in-depth conversations and just like I like I also like the drafts too I love the countdown stuff yeah but this kind of stuff I really love diving deep into the idea of horror and what makes this cinema so fucking cool yeah and admirable by people like us and I'm excited Versus I'm ready being yeah. like Siskel and Ebert every week shitting on every fucking I couldn't have said that better myself Matt that's a great way of looking at it but yeah it's nice to do something different other than just like talking about one particular movie yeah we don't want to be just we a horror about, movie podcast because, like cats yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, right? Which, I'm going to say that again when we do too many movies in a row I don't know what this to say right up his but ass. I mean like <laughs> yeah I, I, I think it's safe to say that the four of us have pretty eclectic and different tastes for a lot of horror related things so we can't obviously all talk about things that we all like in any given episode if we're talking about one particular movie. I think this is going to give us a lot of opportunity to share a bunch of different ideas. Should be interesting. Yeah. I mean, so. you can do that if you're me and you just rant and rave yeah. about nonsense yeah. 90% of the time. Yeah. So. so I think the only ground rule for this that I thought of, and this is what I looked at going into it, um, was pretty much like just think of these questions in terms of like the next like three to five years of horror. Like two, two, two to four, three to five, whatever you want to say. I like, didn't know there were rules. The, yeah. the, the, Take your ground rules the only one. The immediate, the immediate future. So, uh, first question that I had. Let's just jump right on in here. So this is kind of a fill in the blank one here, and you guys all were sent these questions beforehand. So yeah. I don't know. I don't, know, what I don't want doing. to hear about it. I don't want to hear about it. I know Matt's prepared. Oh, de- oh what? Right? Oh, oh, oh. I, I actually <laughs> Fuck you, Mike. Uh, uh, yeah, fuck I don't you, Mike. Notes written, so, I will so. start with Matt. We'll go to Kat and Andrew and come out. back to me. Yeah. We can end with me on all these. I know. So, Same. Matt, finish the following sentence. I would be disappointed if I don't see blank in the next few years. All right. So, if I don't see, um, and we kind of touched upon this earlier, like it was a brief mention, but Brandon Cronenberg start to kind of hit a stride i want to see a couple more ari aster movies i know he's working on one which apparently is supposed to be like four hours long Mm -hmm. or something ridiculous um i'd also like to see this transfer of what we have as mainstream now and this is like kind of this whole obviously like this blumhouse thing a24 is kind of like wiggling its way in it's becoming more and more popular I'm, like, a big sucker for A24, so I'm not really going to be like, well, they're just artsy-fartsy. Like, I kind of, I like those kind of movies. But to see, basically, like, obviously, me and Andrew can connect on this foreign movie thing where we enjoy the style of movie. If you can, like, get that vibe, even, like, with, like, Last Night in Soho, there was something that just yep. wasn't like an American movie about it. And all it was was in London. It, was felt, in, it, felt, like in, a, it felt like a Jalo movie. Right. Yeah. Right. But like, mm. it just like, it was in, it wasn't like it was in a different language or anything, but it was just, it was outside of this like box that I feel like American horror movies have been in for like the last like nine years where we're just like sucked into like The Conjuring and Insidious and Annabelle and like 
basically Jason Blum is just like holding our fucking hands like right yep. now. And yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm doing this hand. I'm taking a knife and stabbing it because I don't want your fucking yeah. dirty hand. <laughs> Get like, it out of my I face. Mean, I'm, I'm sick not gonna, of those movies. I won't even go as far to be like fuck him and fuck Blumhouse because they're doing great things for horror because they're bringing it. They're making it stay relevant and popular. You got you got to give them an A for effort because for sure. there's there's horror for everybody. And it may not be for the most hard. And there's horror for making, cat. They're, yep. Yes. They're making those, but those <laughs> movies are making money, and they're they're getting the conversation started, and they're getting people excited just to go see scary movies. So because of that, I don't think you see the success of Hereditary or X or like any of these other A twenty Midsummer, like because like without Blumhouse kind of like revving that engine. You don't get those There's movies. There's no really motor getting one. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I would it's kind of like point. to see this transfer of power, like shift into this more like horror being taken. It's not that it hasn't been taken seriously, seriously but taken seriously to the point that you're getting like it's like back in like the '60s and '70s where you had like Rosemary's Baby all of a sudden stars. Mia Farrow and it's directed by Roman Polanski and you're yeah, like what I don't the even, fuck I don't even like, need that or like seeing like Gregory Peck in The Omen, the Omen and yeah, Ellen yeah. Burstyn in The Exorcist you're like getting these really really yeah. invested situations going where you're getting capital Oscar worthy yeah you're getting Oscar worthy notions of horror like I want horror to become a relevant Oscar topic but in fairness I think that there are Oscar relevant actors and actresses that are in horror movies that get no recognition mm-hmm. strictly for the fact because they're not in some stupid Marvel movie that no one gives a fuck about. Yeah. Well, That's my problem with movies right now. It has nothing to do... Like, A24 is doing a great job. Blumhouse is doing a great job. But they're still technically independent film group. Because they're yeah. all independent. But that's what's stupid is that I'm 90% of the movies... Yeah, 90% but. of the movies <laughs> that you don't see in theaters are so much better than the crap that they feed to you. I know. I know you hate the MCU, for sure. Yeah. But, but it's you're, not you're, even you're that. Right. It's not you're even right. that. It's just the mainstream movies that they put out there. It's always Like, the fact that, that Black Phone, that's the best horror movie we're going to see. Fuck that movie. Can you give me something better? Because yeah. I know that you could have given something better if you yeah. really looked. Because no. there's so much better out there. I agree. You, what a great point, Matt. Matt, Thank you nailed it. You nailed it. And I'll piggyback off that, and I'll say, like, one of the minor... Th- this wasn't. I had a few things written down for this question or this this statement um one of the things i had like as a follow-up thought was i will be disappointed if i don't see a horror movie nominated for best picture at the oscars yeah. at some point in the next five years um Austin, i mean there have, there have been get out nope, did get, get out, out did, get out get did out but I, i'm talking about like i, I don't know i guess yeah jordan peele won an oscar for that original screenplay. or you know i'll go more bold if, an, if a horror movie does not win an Oscar for Best Picture in the next five years. And you can, you Ooh, can say maybe statement. Parasite was kind of a horror movie. Get Out was nominated. There have been lots of performances and lots of movies, specifically from A24, the ones that I'm thinking of, that very well could have and very well should have been nominated for multiple Oscars. I'm Tony Collette won something. The Witch. I'm looking at Hereditary. Nope. looking at The no, Lighthouse. Nominated. No, she wasn't. Nope. That's wild. Um, there is absolutely no way that Lupita Nyong'o should not have been nominated for her role in Us. Oh, she played two roles. Was... She was fantastic. She was great. Um, I think that uh, Anya Taylor-Joy could be nominated for something for Last Night Last in Soho. Soho. But I think mm-hmm. that actually that... She, that did she get nominated win- for something in Queen's Gambit, though? That was a Golden Globe, I believe. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah. That yeah. window might have already passed level, for Last yeah. Night in Soho. I'm not sure. But like, I, I think that that would be a huge step forward. Horror and popular culture right now is huge, but that would be like a big step forward in kind of taking that stigma away from the genre that it's only for 
certain types of people. Like the same way, I feel like in a lot of ways, horror movies and comic book movies are looked at in a similar sense. But there are obviously horror movies out there, the ones that you're talking about, Matt, that should be looked at in a different light and they're not just cheap thrills and good times. I mean, I don't know if they're looked at in a similar sense. A lot well, of them are. nine billion thousand people That's love comic book movies. There's also nine billion thousand people that love uh, horror movies as Then well. why is there no... Then what's the deal? What's the deal with horror movies? No, but the problem is they don't put them in the theaters. They don't put them in the theaters. If you put those movies in theaters, more people would go and see them. I think like, right. did men do any good in theaters? It not didn't really. Do, it yeah, didn't see, terrible, but it didn't But see, do that's great. the other thing too. Like, no, it's a real like niche that market. That's what not I'm, for everybody. But that's what I'm also saying, though, is like. But you have like, Jesse Buckley, who's an Oscar-nominated actress. Yeah. In but, that movie, but the problem the is, movie. is that you're saying that comic book movies and horror movies are the same. I'm not saying they're the same. I'm saying that a lot they're, of people look at them the same way. Not, well, clearly like they this, don't. It's, it's, well, it's a cult following. It's not a cult following because cult everybody follow. will go see well, yeah, like, a cult right. of yeah. eight billion people. Yeah. Because what did that last? What did that last movie that just came out? It made like twenty eight million dollars in like one night. The one that uh, just Doctor came Strange? out. No, the literally Thor, Thor the Thor uh, one. Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Twenty eight million dollars on Thursday evening. Okay, I'm not even. But you have, think, of all, like, little, yeah. think of all the no, little. Think of all the little compare them. They're not even close. It may be a niche. It may have been a niche market twenty years ago, but it's clearly now. Comic books are cool. We're Everyone's getting watching. We're getting, we're, getting off, we're getting way off track. We're okay. way off track. So I, yeah, all I meant was that I, more recognition for horror stuff at the Oscars. I think was my point. There. Yeah, yeah, and that's what yeah. I was Nailed trying to say. Yeah. I'd like to see, like I said, you have these old movies. You go through these ebbs and flows of horror throughout history, where you have the first initial Universal horror guys and Bela Lugosi and fucking. Lon Chaney Jr. and Boris Karloff, and then you get into your B movies and your sci-fi stuff, and then you come into the '60s with all your crazy shit, and your and your Herschel Gordon Lewis's and your extreme violence, and then you fucking get Roman Polanski directing Rosemary's Baby, arguably one of, if not the greatest horror movie ever fucking made. Alfred Hitchcock, Psycho, 1960, two bangers within a decade. Night of the Living Dead, fucking Romero. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. And then you skate into The Exorcist and The Omen, and you have these random movies that come out that are fucking phenomenal. And they are. Like, Silence of the Lambs is another one. Uh, you have even some seven. of the shit that fucking... Seven. Even some of the stuff that Carpenter directed, I would say, is worth a fucking nod. The thing is worth a nod, dude. Why wouldn't... Stanley Kubrick directed The Shining. The Shining, yeah. 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 A Clockwork Orange. <laughs> yeah. Like, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's... Yeah. there's yeah. You get... It's just... I would love to see horror come back into that thing where you're maybe you get these direct like maybe the Cohen brothers take on a fucking horror picture. Oh, that would be so awesome. Or yeah. you know what I mean, like uh, Quentin Tarantino, Scorsese, maybe, Scorsese, yeah, like yeah. just these these. Dude, ta- you know, Tarantino's always flirted with it and said he wants to do one. And he's never followed through on it. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna fucking uh, I'm gonna do it. Uh, I'm gonna follow Dusk? anything he does. Anyway. Dusk, he didn't. He didn't he direct. Didn't he didn't Rodriguez. Oh, but, yeah, right. yeah. He, but he, he wrote, wrote it and starred in it. Well, so that's a lot. If you. If you help but write like something, directing, that's... Directing, though. But writing is more important than directing. Mm, like, yeah, I guess. Without the, the, the story, writing, without a, without you don't have story. anything. Yeah. Without a story. Yeah, Either way, right. I just want to... I really hope that we can... Even if it's only one or two movies, that we see, like, a really... Oh, we will. Just someone takes... And it's not like, I'm going to go make a scary movie. They're like, I'm going to go make the best movie I can about something fucking horrifying. That's scary as shit. Yeah. But didn't we get that with That's the how you get these oh. good fucking movies. The Lighthouse was... You yeah, do. But it, you was do, that you do something. Scary? Yeah. No, it wasn't. No, no but it wasn't. It was yeah, wild and scary. Yeah, yeah. Just, but see, that's all I think you get now. Yeah. It was just bizarre movies. So I think that's a, a great 
starting point. Thank did you uh, did you have anything else that you had written down for that that you want to talk about? I didn't write I, uh, anything. Okay, it's all in his What are you, me? Cat, finish the following sentence. I would be disappointed if I don't see blank within the next few years. I have three different things. Okay. Two are very short. Go ahead. And you know what? Maybe for the sake of letting people finish their thoughts, we should let everybody finish their thoughts before we all comment and on start it. start shitting on Mark. Okay. You're just <laughs> talking to me. No, no, no. I feel it's like, like you're talking to me. No, we, yeah, we, all, we all talk to Mark there. In true fairness, though, okay. it was Stop me. being so defensive. We all talk to Mark. No, it wasn't. Yes. I was saying it was me. Okay. I was admitting <laughs> it. I would be disappointed if I don't... I feel like I'm playing apples to apples. Okay. You know what I mean? With the nouns. You like apples to apples. I know. I do. I do. I like it. So, um, I want to see Channel Zero come back somehow. Oh, what a great I would call. love for them to come back in the next like three to five. Because didn't they get bought? I thought that they, someone, someone no. Um, <laughs> sci-fi Network, no. I, all the sci-fi stuff I believe, so Channel Zero is actually streaming on Shudder. Yeah. But Sci-Fi Network is owned by NBC Universal, which is on Peacock. Okay. I believe. I would also like um, more Stephen King spinoffs like Castle Rock. Okay. Like more cool. of those right? types of shows. Then... My next big idea my is next trick. an immersive 3D haunted house experience with holograms and interactive elements. Kind of like in Black Mirror where they put a chip in you mm-hmm. and then you're like in your own kind of like virtual reality world mm-hmm. that you can't really get out of. I think <laughs> that you can. <laughs> Demon person? I feel like that could totally happen in the next five years. I think, I mean, that's, like, gonna, <laughs> I think that's gonna happen whether we like it or not. And I'm not yeah. going on that yes. ride. Yeah. I think that, that would no be No one's putting a chip in crazy. me for a ride. Yeah, yeah. I think I want wow. that to happen. Yeah. Holy that shit. Was my what a curveball. Okay. <laughs> it's crazy because it is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like That's a real yeah. life. Like so like a virtual reality. Virtual reality okay. haunted house. I mean, like without the VR that. system, like an actual like. Without the VR system, though? so they yeah. literally are putting a chip uh, in your neck. Is that what you're that saying? Is, that, is the, that is the neck, exact, but I mean, which it, it's, a great, it's a great episode of Black Mirror. That is the exact plot of Playtest with Wyatt Russell. It's a great How does that end? Horribly. Yeah, horribly. That's what I don't want to hear any of that. Cool story. Yeah, that'd be real cool. Well, I think it'd be upgrade. Yeah, it'd be an upgrade to like hunt. I'd rather play turtles (laughs) attack. Or you could even just say, if like for Andrew's tastes. A virtual reality element incorporated to a haunted house without the chip, just like a headset or something like that. Yes. Well, no, no I chip. don't want the headset. I want like a chip. Okay. <laughs> so you're committing fully to yeah. this. Maybe. Cat is committing to becoming partially a robot <laughs> for this um, haunted house. Yeah. Magnets. Ma- uh, <laughs> magnets. Okay, Charlie Day. <laughs> That's from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You just said like, that. When, when magnets. Mac and Dennis I mean, are making Charlie's like, dating profile, yeah. and they ask him what his interests are, and he just magnets? says magnets. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. What? What? Yeah. Like what? Like collecting magnets? Like playing with ma- no, no, just just magnets? No, just magnets. <laughs> just magnets. I feel like you could do it with magnets. Yeah, you can do it with magnets. I guess so. I guess so. All right. Did you I have? Like did you, you have another one? Or was no, that? No, that was it. That's um, it. So, I think. Great call on Channel Zero and great call on uh, what was the Castle Rock? Uh, Castle, Castle like, Rock. Well, so Spin-off-y I was going to say kind of Stephen King story. So they they things. are doing. I don't. You probably hadn't heard about this, so I'm not taking points away. That's they okay. I think they are doing a prequel series to the points. It movies called Welcome to Derry that oh, is supposed cool. to be taking place like yes. at various time periods in Derry while Pennywise was terrorizing the, the town. The other time nice. she was around, yeah. right? That's so, HBO Max, too. That's HBO Max. I'm sick. sure it'll be great. So my wish will come true. Yes. <laughs> Channel, that's, that's, that's probably going to be yeah. the best one yeah. you're going to get. Ch- Channel Zero is criminally underrated. And it, it, like, 
the fact that that show has not been picked back up, and I it's can't so believe sad. just the fact that it got renewed for four seasons on Sci-Fi. Mm. That says something about how good the show actually was. Oh, it was yeah. awesome. It was the, great. Uh, the newest Callers of the Dark episode has an interview with I I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but Rebecca does an interview with the special effects guy that makes like the toothy guy. Oh, from oh. from uh, Candle Cove. Yeah, that's the first one. That's oh. the best one. That's the best yeah. one I think too. He had a great interview. It was really interesting. He actually had some serious. Uh, credits on his uh resume too so you'll you'll like it they talk about uh deep rising oh god i love that movie so much he was the special effects guy for that fuck yeah baby love me some deep rising cat good stuff we're off to a great great start here all right andrew i would be disappointed or you would be disappointed if you didn't see blank within the next few years uh a mind hunter season three. Oh, what a great call oh I mean, this is so this is, like, <laughs> sorry, this is an awesome episode already yes i mean if yes. you haven't seen mind hunter i don't know what you're doing and why there isn't a third season of mind hunter i know why but still can we just get it why yeah this like he's doing other shit he doesn't want to do david this fincher. Fincher. Yeah, he's, 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 the, he's david fincher so he can do whatever he he's wants the, to he's do. the best working actor like, today i think that's a director that could make a fucking oscar worthy horror movie he for sure could yeah. i mean he I mean, you could argue has. zodiac and seven probably i mean those are yeah yeah but, but i yeah, mean mind hunters like, he but could they, win it. they were talking about it slightly um so that's just a basic run of the mill mm. answer yep i would also it's never going to happen I would love to see a reunion, a Seinfeld reunion. Oh my god! That is, but it's but it's but it's but a it's, um, it's a it's a Halloween episode, and it's like in the vein of Clue, oh but you have like H. E. Pennypacker as Kramer, Cal Varnson uh, as uh, Jerry, Art Vandalay as Costanza, and then just Elaine's there, and then they're all getting knocked off. Well, because Elaine doesn't there. have she doesn't have like a side an alter right. ego. She doesn't have she's an alter Elaine, ego, yeah. so she's Elaine, so she's there. And they're all getting knocked off one by one, and you have to figure out if it's like slippery. It was in the diner is with it the slippery Pete, or is it Babu, or who's oh who's killing all of them? Like and it that's was just really, really like, fucking like, David. I think, funny. Be, I think yeah. that would be so Newman, good. That's incredibly creative. Never gonna Newman happen. in the coffee shop with a knife. Yeah, but like that's it's just one. like it's just like one large Newman episode. What's who makes what's the board game company? You should fucking send them an email. That is actually uh, a, Milk a great, Bradley? a great yeah. idea. That is a great a idea. Seinfeld, Seinfeld, Seinfeld version of Clue. Clue? It's, it's, yeah. a, it's okay. a way that they, it's a way that they could do it if they'll never do it. But if we're, they're if, so old we're, now, okay, though. Listen, we're dorky enough that we're purely into fan fiction right now. Yeah. So um, if they ever were to do this episode, it'd be the most awesome thing ever. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> I would love that. It's so could, great. Could, I, if they wanted, I would help write it. All I don't right. know what I'm gonna write. I'll say some weird okay. shit. All right. Figure it out. Awesome call. That's all I got. That's all you got. Yeah, that was good. Okay. I'll go last. I would be disappointed if I don't see a return to the world of Marty Hart and Rustin Cole in True Detective mm. within the next few years. I think this is truly one of the biggest stories with the most untapped potential. I mean, it was such lightning in a bottle with season one. I could see how people would be weary of it, and it very well may fail, because it's impossible to top season one of True Detective, which is the best season of television ever made, in my humble opinion. Agreed. Um, they obviously were featured heavily in the first season, and then they were teased again in the third season. Very quickly, mm-hmm. very quickly. But the the idea was there that all of this takes place in Andrew's favorite thing, a shared universe. Right? Always. Um, I'm all for the True Detective shared universe. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I don't think this is going to happen because Nick Pizzolatto, who wrote the first three seasons of True Detective had was on record saying that he had a great idea for a fourth season that he wanted to do 
and ultimately they decided to move the series forward, not involving him as the producer and writer, and now it's, um, I forget her name, it's somebody else. Uh, McConaughey and Woody Harrelson are still attached to this new season, which I believe is called True Detective Night Country, mm-hmm. we talked about Something it on the show. Like um, they're still attached as executive producers, which obviously doesn't mean anything in terms of them acting in the show. So I think it's just a waste if you don't revisit those characters at some point because True Detective is so fucking awesome. They were the reason that made the first... One of, one of the many reasons that the first season was so great. And to, to not go back to those characters, I think would just be such a huge missed opportunity. Ugh. All right. Uh, I would also be disappointed if I don't see a Killer Clowns from Outer Space sequel nice. sometime within uh, the next yeah. few years. Isn't like that already like working? Like Apparently, coming. it's been in development hell it's for a number of years. Yeah. The uh, Kyoto Brothers, Chioto Brothers, however you pronounce their, you pronounce their name, um, they've been wanting to do one forever. Nobody seems to want to push one forward. The Killer Clowns from Outer Space property has gotten a huge bump in popularity from being featured at haunted houses at Universal Studios, both coasts. Huge surge in popularity. It was on Netflix for a while. It was one of the most streamed horror on movies HBO on there. Now. It's on HBO Max now. So I think people have a taste and an appetite for a sequel to Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's a great little film. Great little film. Great little <laughs> awesome. Great little movie. Great little flick. Yep. I'm curious. Uh, they they must be getting a killing with their like Blu-ray and 4K turnovers. Have to be. Have to be. By the way, that Killer Clowns from Outer Space shirt that I bought, pretty dope, right? Oh, Thing sure, fucking sick. rocks. I yeah. sent you a picture of it. You saw me that day. Oh, yeah, I saw Okay, uh, let's see. I also, real quick, would uh, be disappointed if I did not see more rebooted, and by rebooted I mean scary movies based on the universal classic monsters. I'm thinking about, like, in the vein of Lee Whannell's uh, The Invisible Man, which came out two years ago. It was a fucking okay. awesome movie. I want to see more movies based around Frankenstein, Dracula, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Phantom of the Opera, uh, Jekyll and Hyde. Those old school monsters, I think, are great characters. They should use them properly. I see Jekyll and Hyde being a very, very that's been capable, underutilized, scary movie. Yep. Frankenstein, Dracula. Frankenstein. I feel like are just so. There's already this image that's burned into everybody's head. Yeah. That it's so difficult to reignite that kind of like fear. Yeah. But Jekyll and Hyde, I feel like, is kind of the one that kind of goes under the radar a little bit, mm-hmm. and you can really. I, in my mind, you can make that a fucking turn. Well, isn't isn't Split basically that movie? Or I guess you could also say I mean, The Nutty Professor is that fucking yeah. movie. Mm. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just surprised, yeah. Michael. I thought one of the things you would have wanted to have uh, seen in the like, next five years would be more... Worms. Uh, worm movies. Yeah, worms. more movies on worms. <laughs> I, I almost wrote down... Um, worms. I, I, almost, I almost wrote down that... Um, oh, I, you know, I, I wish they would they, they would actually produce the Tremors TV show pilot that they shot with Kevin Bacon after years after years. There you go. There you go. So worm, I, but I didn't... I didn't worm, wormology. Worm. And then just to, to tie it back into one of the things I love most about... To, love talking about most in our show, which is haunted attractions, I would love to see more immersive local haunted attractions. Isn't that one of our questions? In the New England area. Just briefly. I have other stuff written down for that. That's um, what I said. Lo- local stuff. Just local stuff. I would, and Kat, uh, Very that's immersive. Why. Yeah, very immersive. Yeah. Immersive. So that's what I got. I, I love to immerse. Are we ready for question two? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, so Matt, this one's to you. Fill in the following blank. Blanks, I should say. I will be happy if I don't see blank or if blank goes the fuck away. All right, so this is going to be controversial. <laughs> uh, I'd love to go if, like, even if it's only for the next five years, if we just go with zero remakes or reboot. Um, I'm not in enti- like the Halloween reboot thing. 
with David Gordon Green and Danny McBride is like it's cool, but there's like it there's this weird I don't know if it's just like a fucking tick in my brain that just makes me not like it, but there's like I don't like change. <laughs> so like having this like original series, even if it's just like the first one, like and then because it's the whole Halloween fucking series is so fucked up anyway. But like having like now I'm hearing that they're gonna do the fucking Exorcist. Same guy, like David Gordon. It Green. is, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm like, all right, like, but like, remember when like the Texas Chainsaw movie came out mm-hmm. this year? Like, yeah, you just watched yep. it recently. Yep. So fucking garbage, right? Yes, yeah. Absolutely garbage. So you, you and I have the same thing here. So yeah. yeah so I'll, I'll it's jump like, in with you. yep. It's like, and like for me, my favorite horror movie of all time is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one. Amen. And I also, but like at the same time, I don't hate the Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, right. because it's such a fun horror movie to watch. But, like, yeah, I just chop, kind chop. of wish it just had a different fucking name. Yeah. Like, I just wish it was called, like, Radio Show Mineshaft Massacre. Right. Like, like yeah. something to totally different. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yep. in the same way that I wish that, like, it's like Halloween 3 should have just been called Season, Season of the Witch. Witch. Yep. And so I'm kind of, like, done with, and it's just The Exorcist is such a standalone film for me as well, because Exorcist 2 fucking sucks. Exorcist 3 really doesn't matter. That could just be its own fucking movie. It could just be called Legion after the book that it's written, like, uh, directed after. And it could just kind of, like, live in that same universe. Which the Ninth Configuration also kind of does, I guess. But that's also a William Peter Black book. Anyway. But, like, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, and I know I touched on this before with, like, the A24, the originality and, like, that's why I really enjoy A24 because they're kind of going out of their element. It's like yeah. you're just getting these like bizarre, ultra-violent, realistic, emotional horror movies. But I like that. But it's just you can't just take the same guy in a mask and just keep fucking killing people over and over again. Right, they want to yeah. do it with fucking... Now they're trying to like... Des- like People are trying to get the rights from Paramount to Friday the 13th. Yeah. So hard. And it's just like, dude, just like... Because they, they, they know like, they know people yeah, are going to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly, and that's all it is, but that's why I'm like, that's what's deterring my first answer from this, like, it's like creating this fucking bridge from getting these good horror movies, so it's like they want to do Nightmare on Elm Street, that, like, even, like, with Scream, I'm like, I didn't, I didn't hate the one that just came out, but then they're like, alright, now Scream 6, and I'm like, ugh, like, Jesus Christ, like, just let it, like, that would have been a great ending, and you just call it a day. Yeah. Make something new. No, so yeah. I would they love to know just, they're going to make money off of it. Right. I'd love to just see the whole reboot and re-sequel, requel yeah. thing and just fucking die. Yeah. It's exactly what I had. I, I had I Will Be Happy If I Don't See Legacy Sequels yeah. or Legacy Sequels Watering Down and Ruining Important Characters. Yeah. The, because I'm, I'm thinking specifically of the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which we just talked about. And then also... Sorry, I, I, I wanted to ask well, you too if this was your admission that uh, Halloween Kills fucking smelled yeah, and stunk out terrible. loud. It wasn't great. I no. didn't hate it, but I liked the uh, the first one to it, yeah. like the regular Halloween that came out. I did too. See, I liked the first one. Halloween Kills did nothing. It was for just me. weird. I was yeah. like, "What the fuck is going yeah. on?" And yeah. like bringing back all these characters, yeah. it was just like. But then you know you also get on the opposite side of the spectrum for in terms of legacy sequels. You get a talented filmmaker like Mike Flanagan that makes a sequel to The Shining that's fucking awesome. But Stephen King already wrote that as that's well. True. That's also so true. So he had also plenty true. to go off of. So. And Stephen King wrote the shit out of that book. He did. I did. I, well, I haven't read it. I'm sorry, so I can't oh, comment. Oh, dude, it's great. I, I gotta yeah, go back and check that one out. 
frightening. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Great minds think alike. Pound it. Sure. Uh, Catherine. Yes. I would be happy if I didn't see blank or blank goes the fuck away in the next few years. So as Matt Audette said, let it die. Um, I would be happy if I don't see The Walking Dead or any spinoff shows or games or anything else from The Walking Dead ever, ever again. Great I am all I've been set. on that train for like 10 years, dude. <laughs> if I see one more game or spinoff show or whatever, yeah. Daryl, Carol, whatever, I'm I'm done. Like, it's over. Well, like, we've, we've been done. It's yes. just, it's insane. It's the fact that there's still spinoff shows and there's still games and all that other shit. I'm all set. Yeah. I don't want to see it anymore. Okay. It's over. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm done. I'm with you, a thousand percent. These yeah. are all these are all great answers so far. Everyone did a really good job researching and thinking Thank you. about this. Anything else? Is no, that the one? Just and the walking dead. Okay. We should die. <laughs> I, I would argue it. It is already. It's almost dead, and they're keeping it on life support. But, yeah, it is. You know, whatever. It, it went too many seasons, and it's the spinoffs suck. And I the the epitome of a show that used to be great and has been watered down to the yeah. point of just nothingness. It's embarrassing. Nothing. They should be embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, I would be happy if I don't see blank or if blank goes the fuck away in the next few it's years. It's going to be a real simple answer. There's no need to elaborate on it. I will be very happy if I never see a other, another Blumhouse or Hulu movie ever <laughs> again. Because I can't stand any of those fucking movies. I'm good. Done. That's all I have to say. Well, I think you're unfortunately going to be disappointed there. but uh... Oh, I'm... But... I don't have to yeah, watch them. It's true. I that's can just ignore correct. the yeah. fact that they that's exist. That's correct. That's correct. So this is a fact. I'm never watching any more of those. Okay, fair enough. All right, next question. And that question is, Matt, the horror movie that you would most like to see remade in the next few years. <laughs> that's we funny. just talked like, about yeah, how you didn't want it. I don't want to. Now know. we're doing a remake. That's uh, correct. So right. we'll, uh, why don't so we just, had if to. you had to well, pick the, one. If I had to pick one movie that I would have remade that hasn't been remade yet. Right, yeah. That would be kind of a deep cut. I'm gonna try to think of something that's a little deep. Do you want me to go? Yeah, why don't you go? Let me. Yeah, why don't you come back to me? Okay. Cat, who is it? All right. What is it? I have. I have two. So you know how they've been doing those '90s movies like Jumanji, Pocus, or something like that. Those aren't horror movies. No, I'm just saying they're remaking '90s movies. They're gearing towards people our age. Yes. Um, I think this two, Return to Oz, which would be that's a horror movie. Great. Okay. Which is underrated, but you have to see. You haven't seen it, right? It's creepy as I've shit. Seen it. I've yes. seen it. It's very, very creepy. And in a Tim Burton-y style, maybe the Brave Little Toaster. Since we just talked okay. about it. Brave Little Toaster yes. is a horror movie. Yeah. So I don't care what anyone has to say. Right. Wow. So a live Banger action of an answer. Yeah. yeah. A live like, action Tim Burton. If I like a claymation. No. Brave Little Toaster. You can't do a live action. Claymation. No, no, claymation. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not, not animated. That's what I was yeah. gonna say. Like Jesus Christ. Is all... John Lovitz going to be in it again? John Lovitz or Leavitz? Is he? He's, he's the radio. Yeah, he's the oh, radio. He yeah, oh yeah, then yes. Going back deep, left veil. Like, yes. Well, <laughs> the best one thing I know is that Phil Hartman movie. will not return for the sequel. Oh well, yeah. The, uh, new one. He's not the uh, lamp? He's the air conditioner, I air. thought, isn't he? I thought he was a lamp. He might have been both. Yeah, might so I'd both. say Brave Little Toaster Returns. That'd be answer. cool. Really about Blanky? No! Blanky's the I worst. love Blanky! Blanky sucks. No. Blanky sucks so hard. I'll Blanky be Blanky. Yeah, you, the, the electric remake. Blanky. You <laughs> would be Blanky. Yes. Smash. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. Good stuff, though. Those were your two? Wow, Those are my two. Alrighty. Excellent. Man. Andrew, the horror movie you would Sorry. most like to see remade in the next um, few years. So, there's a certain underrated Clive Barker movie from the early 90s no, called Nightbreed mm-hmm. that just, they didn't get it right. Cronenberg's in that movie. Yep. He played a great role as the 
psychopathic psychiatrist that convinced the guy that he's a serial killer. There's so much good in that movie. There's so many monsters. You also have the other element of the psychopath psychiatrist that, like, this movie, it just reeks of a remake. And with everything going Clive Barker's way right now, this movie definitely needs to be re- And this movie would do so well. Okay. That's, I mean... I had a, feel, I had a feeling you were going to pick Nightbreed. Which, well, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's a, a, a perfect... Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Oh, okay. Yeah, not understand. for a long time, but I have seen it before. Yeah. Matt, do you have yours? Not yet? Still thinking about it? <laughs> okay. So, uh, one thing that I would like to see remade, I've been thinking about this for quite a while, and I'm still back and forth. And I... <sighs> Man, this is really tough. I am going to say... I don't know. Thinner. <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> I mean, I would love that. That's the one question that I have not... I did not write down How the answer How about for. Jaws? That I would no. never, ever, <laughs> ever <laughs> want to see Jaws. Tremors? Ever in my life. No, That's the thing. I'm trying to think of these like kind of like deep cut It's got to be deep cut. Yeah. Tremors, Tremors I would not want to see remade. Man. Um, I guess if I had to like pick something, I mean, shit. I, I think, so, I mean. Uh, you didn't write no, anything no, down? This is so hard. This is the one question that I. You ad-lib this one? Can I explain myself or what? No explaining for you. Okay, this is the one category that I had a tough time thinking of an answer. Because I don't necessarily want anything to be bastardized. Well, then let's just skip it. We can come back to us. So a bad movie. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of on the same page as you. I'm like, maybe we can't think of a bad movie that you like that should be remade. And I just realized I was looking at the uh, the wrong thing, and I do have a re- I do have an answer for this. So I was looking at what the wrong it? answer to a wrong question. Uh, so my answer when your notes take over is uh, yeah, too many notes. Well, the uh, host isn't paying attention. Yeah, thanks. Thank you very much. I can uh, say that to yes, you. Yes, there you go. It must be nice to say it once. It's so yeah, nice. Uh, so my answer is uh, Silver Bullet, oh. the Stephen oh. King movie. Uh, which is based on Stephen King's book Cycle of the Werewolf, which is a uh, essentially a long short story with illustrations. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love the original one. I think this would still be ripe for a remake. I love me some Gary Busey and Corey Haim in a uh, wheelchair. Uncle Gary Busey just lighting off fireworks and killing werewolves. Okay. It's an awesome story, and I, I, I would be all for, like, you want to remake it? Keep the horror comedy tone, amp up the scare factor, do some better werewolf effects for 2022, 2023, whenever you want to remake it. And I even think, bonus points, this might make a great limited series or one season of television, because the whole book is essentially broken down into 12 chapters, yeah. <laughs> where each chapter is one month of one year, where this town is being terrorized by a werewolf. So, uh, Silver Bullet, Cycle of the Werewolf, whatever you want to call it, that would be my answer. Yeah. Still thinking? I got you. Okay. I'm going to give you a... Uh, how about... See, I've always liked this movie. It kind of got some flack, but it's a Toby Who movie. The Fun Hub. Okay. Kind of take it into, like, the... Make it a little dirtier. It's a carnival movie, and you look at carnivals now, and they're fucking gross, but you keep this weird little freakazoid baby <laughs> monster <laughs> that lives yeah, there. Yeah, Seems so. like there's, there's an idea to be had there. I think there that's is. A good idea. Yeah. Okay. On the spot, that's going to be my like go-to B movie. That's a good, that, yeah, because that's the type of movie around. it's got to be. Yeah. You're not remaking a classic. No. So uh, I should bring up at this point that we uh, we did reach out to a few people that have been on our show before. Uh, that have contributed to our show before, and uh, we did ask friends. some of them. Couple of our friends. What? I'm just singing the Neon Tree song. <laughs> <laughs> so we reached okay. out a couple of people that have been on the podcast <laughs> See if they wanted to contribute any answers to some of these questions, and uh, we did get some responses back. <laughs> we did get an answer 
Jesus Christ. Uh, from our good friend Matt Gilbert, uh, who is, uh, you, you may remember from such episodes as the discussion on uh, the extraterrestrial alien encounter at Walt Disney World. And then also, I believe it was Hereditary. Yep, he was yep. On Hereditary. Hereditary. Maybe one more, maybe one more, but I forget. Disney the Dark Side of Disney. Dark Side, Dark Side of Disney. Disney. We had him on for that one as well. So yeah, Matt Matt Gilbert is an awesome contributor to the show. Matty G. Uh, Matty G. He did mention specifically uh, his pick would be Nosferatu, which I think is a great movie that could be redone with something new in 2022. And there was at one point a remake in development uh, that was supposed to be directed by Robert Eggers. That uh, didn't Werner Herzog in do a remake of that movie? Can I change my in answer? Seventy-nine. <laughs> Can I change my answer? <laughs> so that's, that's a remake, but that's so, yeah. like fifty years old. Nos- Nosferatu from uh, Maddie G. I didn't even think Sorry, about all the old movies. Maddie A. Uh, I would love to see a remake of White Zombie, the Bela Lugosi movie with Ooh. the uh, like voodoo zombies. It, it doesn't really play well today because they have to uh, credit the way they used to do movies back in the day that didn't have African American actors that had to do black they shitty but yeah other than that uh, obviously they would accommodate but uh, the movie itself the story is fucking solid voodoo zombies dude that's, I think that would be my pick okay what year did that come out? 92 that's wild yeah <laughs> Can I change my pick? Jesus, yeah. <laughs> the abominable Doctor Fives. I don't know that why I didn't so even good. think like, to like go that would back be, like, to that's like that's the to do. If you're gonna Cabinet redo of, a movie. Uh, Doctor Caligari, would be right for a remake too. Yeah. And also, somebody used to make a good Island of Doctor Moreau movie. Shout out to your maniac. Dude, I actually kind of like the Doctor. <laughs> it's Marlon Brando. All right, yeah, it was so good. The All right, head guy, so I know you just gave your answer, Matt. So why don't we start with Cat on this next one here? Oh, I have uh, to start the new rotation. You can start, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll let you talk for a little bit. Just pull on your uh, Cat. The franchise that you want most to die. The Conjuring. I had the same thing. Dead. Die. Three, three, three or four. Does that include like the entire like universe? Yeah. Yes. Like, oh, did you all three? I, 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 I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking. I was thinking more specifically the original core movies, but. Let's be honest. None of the sequels, none anymore. of the spinoffs have really been right. I don't need to see the only no, the only no. good one recently that's come out has been Annabelle Comes Home, which I thought was okay. Conjuring I'm just sick Three of them. sucked. I'm, I'm yeah. S- yeah, the last the what the Devil Made Me Do It was the last yep. one that came out, and it was Trash. awful. And like they're just getting worse and worse. And then the Nun, and then the Annabelle, and then this, and the, it's just oh, like, the Nun enough. sucked. Oh enough. boy, did the Nun suck. Well, and you had high hopes for it. I felt like even going into the first Conjuring, I was like disappointed because yeah. I feel like there was so much hype about it and then I came out of the movie theater and I was like okay like it was good but I thought it was going to be like epic and yeah. I didn't feel that it was that great. My pants were dry. Yeah. yeah. It's disappointing too because I, I do think that James Wan is one of the most important people working in horror today. For Absolutely. Sure. I think that and, and you know he, Malignant he's, was fantastic. Malignant. I really liked it. That was one of my yeah. favorite movies in the last 10 years. That was yeah. the best thing that he's done since watching the original Saw for the yeah, first time. for sure. Malignant was fucking awesome. Um, but I, I, I like to support him because he's been such a huge influence on horror throughout the 2010s, throughout today. Like, I feel like every... That's what I was saying earlier. Salem's yeah. Lot. He's either executive producing or producing the Salem's Lot remake. So you see his name attached to something, it means something for right. me. Like, I, I have high hopes for something that James Wan is attached to. Yeah. So... Yeah. Understandable. So yeah, and it's just—it's just, it's just uh, the, like the fact, <laughs> and, and you know, it just—it just—it goes to show the more movies you make, the original creator of said movie and said franchise gets less and less involved, and the quality just gets diluted and diluted and diluted. And I yeah. think that has been the case with the Conjuring movies. Like James Wan, the Conjuring Devil Made Me Do It or Conjuring Three was the first one that he did not direct himself. 
It shows. That movie sucks. Movie yeah. sucks so bad. I hated it at the time. There's only three of I hate those it now. Though, right? It wasn't even that it was like like the story was dumb. It was just like it, even down to like the way like the shots were pretty. It's just everything looked stupid. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's just this movie sucks. Yeah. And Anna, Annabelle comes home is essentially the Conjuring Four because the Warrens are in it a lot. It's better than Conjuring 3, I think, by far. It came out before Conjuring 3, but it's like, it should have been the Conjuring 3. Yeah. It's a great idea. It's essentially like, kind of like Jumanji, but for horror. Really cool. Cool idea. So, yeah, I had the Conjuring 2. Did you have something different? Nope. Yeah, I had a uh, uh, Scream, Paranormal Activity, <laughs> and any Saw movie that's ever come out. Oh, I knew that you were going to do all Wait, those. wait, when did, you do, when did you do a pivot on Spiral from the Book of Saw? I thought you liked Spiral with Chris Rock. Yeah, that's fine. It's not called Saw, and I'm good with any Saw movies other than that. Like, But that's like the same thing. It's the same, it, yeah, it's it the is same the same thing, thing that, but that movie was good. We don't need it anymore. Good job. You finished it. Can we end it? Uh, There's like been how many? Twelve? Yeah. That's why I said Scream. Paranormal Activity. How many of those movies are there? I mean, has there been a Paranormal Activity movie lately? Yeah, I, I really, so. I, I think there has the been. First one. I love the first movie. Yeah, the first movie one, but there's the like eleven of those movies now. Yep. I think there was one that just came out. Okay. Probably just on Netflix or some stupid shit. All right. I saw and Scream. No thank. Okay. I, I I I don't hate those answers. I'm sorry, but yeah, Conjuring took the one spot for me. All right, Matt. Back to you. Uh, the horror franchise you'd like to most see, or a horror movie or horror franchise that you'd like to see get a TV series adaptation. American Werewolf in London. Interesting cool. answer. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that there's so much content you can really dive in on. The movie's fantastic. This is like a big, big favorite of mine. Uh, for many reasons, it's a horror comedy. I think you can kind of touch on that. You get a love story. You get the friend dynamic of uh, uh, Jack, who keeps coming back more decayed every single time. Yep. You have the investigation, you have the, the uh, what do you call it, the, the curse fucking story. Him trying to figure out like how to not be a werewolf, this and the other thing. Yep. And then the hunt for the actual beast. I think you could stretch that out and be a series. Oh, for sure. Do I want to see it happen, tech, realistically, and be rebooted as a TV series? No. But I think it would make a good <laughs> TV series. Yep. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, that'll be my pick. American Werewolf in London. Off the board. I Cat. had a um, I had an answer, but I think I mentioned. So no one knew that. I so originally said, said wrong turn. Um, the most recent movie was good. The, uh, well, because based it's based on the re- well, we saw the reboot recently, mm-hmm. um, which I actually really liked. That was a really underrated movie. It was a really underrated yeah. movie. Um, I, I think that would be a cool TV series, and especially because it already has a series kind of already, like the the original. There was like seven the original movies. movie series. Yep. Yep. But I think something more entertaining would be <laughs> if they did Living with Jigsaw TV series. <laughs> like the YouTube videos? Yes! That would be great. As like a, that would be as a TV series. Like what what that we do in the shadows, but with Jigsaw. That actually is I would a great idea. That would be amazing. Yeah. That would be a I would great watch the TV fuck series. I would love that. I can't get enough of them. I watch those movies, um, the, the ones on YouTube, a million times. It's like working Where he's like switching his roommates, yes. like yeah. food around. And he's shit. like, yeah. he's like, yeah, like you're. The white on your glass has been <laughs> refilled with the blood of a three-toed slug. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, he's, he's like, 
Your your keys have been fed to your dog. Will you be late for work for the fourth time this week, or will you kill your like bingo? Yeah. Or something? Will you, Jerry? Jerry, will you kill your best friend, or will you be late to work for the third time in four days? That's so good. So like, goddamn. That would be amazing. That would Make be, a I TV would, series. I would watch that. That oh, sounds, would that sounds awesome. like a Hulu show Janine. if I've ever heard of one. Yeah. Janine, Janine, Janine. I'm very sorry. Can you please hold? What? I love what like the puppet work he just he throws his yeah. Your computer has been infected with a pornographic virus. You must close all eight thousand three hundred and twenty four windows in the next thirty seconds before the hot IT guy comes over. Yeah, <laughs> so goddamn good. Like he puts, he's like, oh, the floor's covered in razor blades. Just like all fixed, like on yeah. the floor, and then he's like stuffed the like nine socks. of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, like... if if these if, if somebody listening has no idea what we're talking about, they're so lost. But that is honestly might be the best idea you've can ever you come up link? with. Can you give a link show. for that? Uh, it's on YouTube. Just YouTube we'll put it in the show Living description. with Jigsaw. Yeah, I'll put or it in the show. Living with Jigsaw. With Jigsaw. Yeah. Living okay. or working with Jigsaw. Yeah. Both if that was a TV series, mm-hmm. I would I would watch every episode. Ever. It'd be a good sketch show. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, in the vein of what we do in the shadows, that would absolutely succeed. Yeah. A thousand percent. Andrew, horror franchise or horror movie you'd most, most like to see get made into a TV series? Uh, so I have like an A1, AB, and then I have a Another one. An A1, A1 AB. Uh, Hellraiser, I think would be fantastic. I agree. That's or a good one. Phantasm, because... <laughs> Just so that I can roll no, my eyes. I don't know why we laugh when we no, say... Uh, you're no, right. one, no one laughs when you say Hellraiser. <laughs> because you pick... No one laughs when you say Nightmare on Elm Street or Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But, oh, God forbid you say Phantasm. <laughs> like, it's some shit movie. <laughs> no, Fuck you, you guys. You, that, that movie fucking slaps. I love Phantasm. I don't want you anyone pick, to fucking you, say you, you pick Phantasm yeah, for everything. As I should. <laughs> <laughs> that movie fucking is awesome. Angus and there's like eight sequels Scrim. to it. Angus Scrim, baby. The tall Rest man. in peace. It's funny. I do think both of those would make for good TV shows. Awesome really TV do. shows. Uh, they, they could, those stories could be stretched out. There's a lot of lore to be explored for both of them. The other TV show I think that would do really well, I don't know if it's horror related, I've actually read like two books in my life, or four. Two of those books was, one was The Gunslinger, the second book was the second book of The Gunslinger, like, oh, dude, the Dark Tower the Dark Tower. That'd be a great be so good. They fucking yeah. butchered that with that stupid movie with Matthew McConaughey and that other idiot. They that Stephen about, King yeah. fans far and wide believe that the Dark Tower should be turned into a multi-season. It would series. be like a Lord of the Rings, like just yeah. epic story. And why Sarah's read that series like three times. Yeah, why has a monstrosity yeah. and all those things? Like, yeah. can we get it together? It'd be it'd be way easier to do from a storytelling perspective as a TV show. Than it would dude, be. I just don't you think anyone. You can't do it as a movie. You can't. can't. No that's one why, has that's the balls why, to take it. Yeah, they're, they're that's all just why uh, yeah. it it was pretty tough to adapt for a long time. You know, I mean, you've read the book, right? Yes, right. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so uh, horror franchise, horror movie. I'd most like to see get a TV series adaptation. I had two. The, my uh, my 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 first one, my one A, is my is just an ultimate Mike pick, and I think it's just an- anthology <laughs> anthology Josh. stories in general are, are ripe, obviously, for new stories to be told, with one you know through thread idea, whatever you want to say. Godzilla. The the VHS <laughs> movies, oh, um, all, all anthology movies. I think you could make a unbelievable TV series out of the VHS concept where everything is found footage, 90s style VHS, grainy you know, video quality I think that could be a great idea for a TV series 
and you know, obviously they could all be set in the 90s because I feel like that's the new like 80s thing. A lot of stuff's being set in the 90s. Like, yeah, that's because we're all old now, yeah, and exactly. that's what it is. Yeah, that's what's happening. So, <laughs> yep, there's a there's there's plenty of nostalgia for the 90s at this point. So that could uh, that could easily do very very. I well. would like that. Um, I also thought The Void would make for a good TV series. Um, you know, you could focus on the town where the cult was operating. You could focus on the doctor that discovered that alternate dimension. Isn't this just show Stranger more? Things? I mean, it, it's very similar <laughs> to Stranger Things, yeah. Yeah. But that, that was why I had it as my... Uh, my you said my franchise, though. Horror franchise. I, it said franchise or movie. Franchise oh, or movie. Oh, you know what? I was like, you just... I, I got like a drop and I was like, oh, I just picked a movie. Yeah, I thought so, too. He did. That I, didn't mean, I didn't mean for it to be like that hard. It was not in the outline. I also thought... Uh, I also <laughs> had the uh, the Monster Squad. I think the Monster Squad you'd make for a banging oh. TV series, which would be a lot like Stranger Things, but I think you could do something different. Yeah, a little more family-friendly. Or maybe even more horror-focused than Stranger Things, which is tough to do after season I mean, let's be... Okay, all right, so we got another question here to get to, but before that, why don't we pause for a quick word from our sponsors. It's official. The critics' decision is in. Spooky World is spooktacular. Enter the new black hole. If you dare. Or the new horror house of wax. This year, don't miss the real Jason, Bobby Pickett, or Alice Cooper. Phone the 24-hour Spooky World hotline. 508-830-200. That's 508-830-200. Spooky World is just west of Boston. And haunts every night from October 1st till November 1st. If you had the nerve, you'd phone 508-830-200. It's American's horror theme park. Spooky World. be scared. I'm the super sweet monster with the super sweet new cereal, Count Chocula. Bethel. Here's the super sweet new cereal, Frankenberry. But I've got chocolate sweeties for monstrous chocolate flavor. Well, I've got berry flavored sweeties for monstrous strawberry flavor. Count Chocula. Frankenberry. Hi. <laughs> Frankenberry. Count Chocula. Creepy Clowers! Time is alive! It's alive! The new face of evil is going to scare you to death. Barrett's Haunted Mansion, it's a killer machine. Then be next door to the Abington Airhouse. Barrett's Haunted Mansion. Eat, drink, and be scary. Go to bhmansion.com. And we're back. All right, next question. We're rolling along here. We get a few more left, but uh, why don't we start with you, Matt? And I feel like we're gonna have some more overlapping answers. Uh, this is kind of a tough one. Who will be the next big horror director in the vein of Ari Aster, Robert Eggers, Jordan Peele, whoever else would consider in the, the class of those three? The next big horror director. Well, definitely, uh, all three of those are considerable names. I am very much in favor of Ari Aster. Um, I know I mentioned his short film earlier, and apparently that one that I had mentioned is something he turned in in college for like a like a, a film class, like final or something, which is insane when you watch it. You're like, wow, what a fucking, <laughs> what a maniac. That's um, but I do love Hereditary. I do love Midsummer. I love all the short films I've seen by him, and I really hope to watch him continue to make whether they're even considered horror movies, but just well-done movies. But I do think he's going to stick with horror for sure. Jordan Peele seems to really be on track with horror. Um, granted, he is attached to Blumhouse, but he might 
And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if down the road he kind of spawns his own little company. Jordan Peele is my pick. Um, Absolutely. Oh, well, he, he oh has I, a, miss, I miss. I miss. I misinterpreted this question. He has monkey then. paw. Mon- oh, monkey, that is. Oh, no shit. Okay. Yep. Okay. So yep. he already, he's already on the way. Really line. fucked up this question. That's okay. We, if we don't have um, answers for it, we can all just roll through with it quick. Key and Peele, you go back and you see all the skits that they do. There's a handful of them that are heavily horror influenced. I'll have to go back into that. Um. There's a good handful of them, like seriously, and they're good. They're funny, but they're they're fucking creepy. Hmm. Also on Paramount Plus, I believe, because Paramount Plus has all they the own Viacom, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so those two alone for sure. Robert Eggers, I'm like hit or miss with because I really like The Witch. I I didn't really give a shit about The Lighthouse. Um, I don't think it was a bad movie, but it was just like. You just, fine. you just, it was like whatever. Just, like, like I face. love that movie. No, no, that's fine. I, I mean, I, I'm just getting punched they in the dick that. often. So, well, it was just like, I, like it wasn't like I said it wasn't bad. It was, it was a good movie. Like it was very well it's done. But it's just movie. like a horror wise. It was like, yeah. No, I didn't see the Northman, but I'm curious as to how it. he'll scale that back. Um, I do have Brandon Cronenberg on my list for this because I, I had him too. Yeah. I know he really came in strong with um, the uh, Possessor. Possessor, and then I really enjoyed um, Saint Maud. So this is—I want to say her name is Rose Glass. Uh, I just want to confirm that real quick. I haven't, I have, I haven't seen that. It movie. is Rose Glass. He, he directed that. Huh? Or was was uh, Cronenberg? Was he in? Oh, oh, oh! You're Rose Glass okay. is. Uh, <laughs> this was her okay. first film with Saint Maud. Did he write ah. it? Huh? No, no, no! no. no Rose no, Glass. Is, this is her own movie. I, I was confused. Right, yeah, confu- I was confused for a second. Um, and she. This was her first like big film. She had a short film that was kind of like around this uh, idea. So I would like to see what else she has. But honestly, if I really had to be like, who's going to be that fucking guy? It's going to be Ari Aster. It's going to be Jordan. In my opinion, those are the top two heavy hitters that are, like, just consistently producing top-tier content. Uh, I know you guys didn't really like Midsummer, but you can't can't even, like, whether or not you thought, like, it was good, you can't Mm. say it wasn't, like, a poorly poorly made movie. Here's the way I look at it. Is Hereditary? Phenomenal. Not every director is going to have a banger after it. And so whether I like Midsommar or he still had hereditary. Yeah. So you're batting fifty percent. Yeah. So you're still a phenomenal horror. But do you look at like when you with just not liking Midsummer, do you look at that and say that's a poorly made movie? Absolutely. No, no I think it was no. beautifully done. Yeah. I think it was just a boringly written like did he write that movie? Yeah. Well he he, it was he, supposed he to be he a longer Well yeah, too. you can't you you're not gonna like you're not gonna reach everybody. Yeah, he's the point he, is though that you have the balls to write and direct it, and Hereditary shows his chops. Yeah, he nailed that movie. Whether or not I like Midsommar or Midsummer, see, I just it's irrelevant. That, like, you already made yeah. one. Whether if I like one out of these two movies, you're doing really good as a horror director yeah. because that's more than you get from most. For me, with him, it's like especially if you watch go go and watch his short films. Watch yeah. the strange thing about the Johnsons and watch Munchausen. It's very very rough and it's made to be like a live action pixar interesting wow. cool it's what is not it? cool it's like dude it's called munchausen, munchausen. Live action um pixar. and then there's another one that's called something like view is afraid of something but that is supposed to be the basis of this new movie that's coming out called i want to say it's like something boulevard okay um all right with uh joaquin phoenix okay yes uh 
Disappointment Boulevard. Disappointment is that what it is? Boulevard. Yep, I've heard. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know I've mentioned that before the show. As, uh, as the I next think it's Walking Phoenix, Austin, right? I believe he is. Yep, he is. Yeah. I mean, he's got Walking Phoenix in it. He's doing pretty good. Well, hey, Joaquin. this movie's supposed to be Joaquin. fucking like three hours long. Okay, fair I'm enough. I'm fine with that. Ew. I watch like, five, cats like, 15 mm, hours no. of Stranger Things. That's I can true. watch a three-hour movie. Uh, like, let's cat. be real. Did you have anything down for the next big horror director? I had Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Because he's already directed to banger movie directing from Amazon. Yeah, I have high hopes for Nope. Yeah, I feel like he's going to be a pretty popular answer yeah, here. Yeah, I like him. Sure. I like his style. I like everything about it. Yeah, I mean, Get Out, movies. Us, Nope, you know, uh, being the producer and the narrator and host of the Twilight Zone reboot. I thought he the Twilight Zone reboot. The Candyman. Yeah, he was, yeah, Candyman. Candyman. Um, the Twilight Zone reboot actually kind of stunk, but he, he was very good. He, he, was, he was good as the narrator <laughs> yeah. in it, but he didn't write it. He had a hand yeah. in Lovecraft. Lovecraft Country as well. Yeah. Yep, good stuff. So but he's obviously... He's, yeah, he's, he's done he's, awesome work, yeah. and I'm just excited for yep. to see what's next. Andrew, did you, have a, did you have somebody for your next big director? So the fact that I failed so hard on this direction makes it even better. I didn't... I, I already assumed that Jordan Peele and Ari Aster were already top-notch horror movie directors. Okay. So I was like doing I, deep diving. For, I did. The, I did the same thing. So okay. I didn't. I didn't. So have I was like researching. I was like, I'd like, what do we got? What do we got? So I watched a few movies, and I came across this guy, Anthony Scott Burns. He directed a 2020 movie called Come True, and this movie easily slides into my top 10 movies of the last 15 years. Wow! I fucking love this movie. I have it to was watch this, so visceral. So it was like. It's an 18-year-old girl who's a runaway. She, she runs away from home. She's in high school, and she's, like, sleeping in parks. She's sleeping at her friend's house, and she's having a lot of trouble sleeping. She's seeing... She's having this really weird... And um, she joins... Um, there's a sleep clinic for, like, sleep study. And she joins that because it's a place for her to sleep every night for the next three months. And basically, what they've developed is some sort of way of watching your dreams while you're asleep. And so they're watching her dreams, and they're trying to figure out why she's having these certain reactions. And it's just a fucking... It remind, it's a very Cronenberg movie without the gore until the very end. Like, the last... Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. The, the, the music... Do you ever see Drive? You love that movie, it's I know. It's the yeah. same... So it's him. So the guy that directed this movie is also a DJ. His name is Pilot Priest. He also pilot priest, but he um, yeah his no that's his that's his DJ name. Um, so he <laughs> teamed like... up he teamed up with Electric Youth who wrote the soundtrack for Drive, which is probably one of the best soundtracks of any movie ever made, and they make the soundtrack for this movie. This movie, the tension that builds throughout this movie is it's almost like it follows like tension wise, but it's it's not that movie. It's ugh, I fucking love this movie and you so saw much. You and saw, this guy so he had to have so his other movies he so he directed some other movie called our house which i never saw he was a co-director for in the tall grass so since like 2015 Ooh, i didn't like that movie so, but so grass. since like 2015 he's like 45 years old he's been doing certain he's like been developing his way towards being a director and he came up with this movie gotcha. and this movie if this guy can take what he did with this movie and the acting and the soundtrack in this movie he is up and coming in my opinion that's, that's what, what I'm thinking about when I talk about up and coming that's what I was asking, that's what I was asking about, okay. about to ask so you you saw what you needed to out of this movie to be like oh, this, this movie, guy this, this guy knows what I, he's this doing is this is a well made this movie. is my it doesn't even have to be a horror movie this is one of my top 10 favorite movies in the last 15 years I fucking love this movie 
Okay. And if you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. It's called Come True. Come True. Come so true. I guess technically my pick would be Rose Glass. Rose Glass. Mm-hmm. Going for like okay. up and um, I also had David uh, Brandon Cronenberg, but since he was, already, uh, he was already picked, what I will say is... You can pick him too. Technically... Man, okay. No, I, I have this one. There's a backup. <laughs> technically... I think he's had success. He directed The Ritual, The Night House. He's had segments in VHS and VHS 94. Did uh, you like The Night House? I did actually not like The Night House. Oh. Did you? I thought it was okay. Yeah. I didn't think it was great. I didn't love it, but I thought it was decent. I thought um, the I thought twist Re- was Rebe- cool. Rebecca Ferguson was good in it. Yeah. Yeah. She was I thought good. the twist was very cool. I was like, oh. Yeah, that, okay, that, that, that threw me a for a loop. Yeah. I was definitely surprised by that. Um, but the, this director's name is David Bruckner. Oh. Um, he is the one that's directing the upcoming Hellraiser reboot. Yeah, so I have I high think hopes. For if him. he um, if if he knocks that one out of the park, I think he's one of those guys that could go from being uh, someone who's known by horror fans to someone that's more of a household name. Yeah, I just think if he continues to have this level of success, because that's I, September, I right? absolutely love the Ritual, I absolutely love the VHS movies. Nighthouse, I thought was okay, it wasn't the terrible, was great. but then yeah, excuse me, Hell, Hellraiser. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hellraiser. If you can, uh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, I know. Like, you, you, you must be. I have, I have, yeah. I have high hopes, but I also have low hopes <laughs> because how are you going to remake that movie? It's also on Hulu. Oh God. Mm, sorry to say that. Sorry to say that. It's not coming out in theaters. Uh, I don't know if it is. I, I last I saw, it was going to be. Right, it was gonna what are we be doing right then? To Hulu. Right oh to God. I have no interest in that movie. Yeah. Then I'm not watching it. I we'll give see, up. Well, it's a Blumhouse. Yeah, we don't know. Movie. We don't know anything about it yet. All I know is that there is a gender flipped uh, pinhead. It's a girl now, and then it's going to Hulu. She better so, be hot. Yeah. <laughs> see. All right. I'm sure she will be. Too. All right. This one should be pretty Obviously. easy to answer, and everybody should have a pretty uh, easy answer for this. Uh, actor or actress a non-horror actor or actress that you would most like to see in a horror movie in the near future, Mr. Audet. So, um, I'd love to see, like, this kind of ties back into my original, like, the first question, mm-hmm. where I want to have big directors, big name actors, this, that, and the other thing. I'd love to see someone like Josh Brolin or, like, even, like, uh, uh, Jeff Bridges, Kind of just like these kind of like rugged guys, kind Grizzled of grizzled veterans. Yeah, you know what I mean. I the way that, that Kurt, Ru- the way that Kurt Russell plays McGrady in the thing, I'd love to see kind of that kind of character come through. I don't know what the fuck movie it's gonna be. Great idea. But I'd like to see a guy like that that I know has that. Kind I of almost voice. said Jeff. Even like Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> I would throw in there. Dead? Uh, no, he's no alive. country for old men doesn't count. We're not giving that up. Oh, that would be that knock out two of my. That's guys. what I'm saying. I, that's not a horror movie. It's not, I mean, it's, it's horror elements. Horror, horror elements, but it's but not. not it's, it's not a yeah, horror. That's a, it's a thriller. Yeah, no, I know, but Action I, I thriller. That that's like calling like *Requiem for a Dream* a horror. It can. Yeah. It's a horror. It's horrific. Yeah, okay. but it's not. Yeah. yeah. I like um, those answers. It's not a mainstream. So I, I would say like kind of like people like that. Like I'd like to see like some sort of grizzled protagonist or even an antech um okay. but again i don't really have an idea for like what i'd want to play but um i like to see him like that someone's got chops yeah. sure i like that I Catherine, i like to see people in comedy to get into because i feel like it's the polar opposite like larry david like chris rock <laughs> yes yes like i so, want to see larry david in anything like, except curb your enthusiasm <laughs> <laughs> but as an unhorror movie that'd be something like Catherine o'hara 
I mean, you could argue Beetlejuice, maybe, but, like, but it's not a straightforward not, horror that's movie. That's not a scare. Like, I want her to be in, like, a very... Like, because we just saw, like, Vince Vaughn in that freaky movie. <laughs> yeah, but And I the mean, way that he comedy. did that... He was also in Psycho. He was also in Psycho. One of the worst movies. And he was in Psycho. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's still a horror movie. That's right. So yeah. he's been in He's been in a few stuff. genre yeah. films. Yeah, so you but fail. I, fail. No, no, no. Fail. I said Catherine uh, O'Hara. Oh, yeah, that's she true. Said Beetlejuice. She was in Beetlejuice, <laughs> but that's like, I mean, okay. Well, that well, is she's also movie. the mom in Home Alone. Right. Which is a somewhat horror movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's fair. All right. Like Good job. Good fair answer. Enough. Fair Thanks. enough. Andrew. I would like to see Benedict Cumberbatch Ooh. in a horror movie. Oh, that'd be cool. Either as, like, a detective, like, is, like, Matthew McConaughey in True Detective, or as, like, the ultimate serial, because I feel like he could destroy that role. That would be cool, yeah. That'd be a good, be like, great late serial reveal. killer. Yeah. Like Kevin Spacey in Seven. Yep. Yeah. That would be awesome. Where you only get, like, a good amount of his personality for the last, like, 20 minutes. I mean, one of his just, best... Just that voice Like, him, him as Smog is well, just, one of the yeah, best Yeah, he has ever. that very, like, kind he's of... Theatrical. He's theatrical. He's, like, yeah. that, like, ability. He's, he's awesome in Sherlock. I was gonna say he's Sherlock. Smog. Sherlock's great. And he's Smog. Yeah. Smog. Smog's a horror <laughs> villain. I actually drafted him yeah. in the All horror right. draft All as right. one of the monsters. Michael? So, uh, so I'm going to stick with my original theme of what I was saying before, that, like, I want to see... Bradley Cooper. Prestige for uh, <laughs> horror movies. I want to see Academy Award nominations pushing to the forefront of popular culture and breaking those barriers. The stigma of horror being only for a certain sect of... Um, my first choice, Leonardo DiCaprio. I would love to really? see Leonardo DiCaprio... Shutter in Island. Island. You're, going, you're going full out. No, it's not a horror movie. No, no, no. It's close, but it's not. That's like what... Jack I want to see that's Jack Nicholson to one, one flew over the cuckoo. But that's, that's so close, though. Okay, like so line. perfect analogy. Let's say Leonardo DiCaprio's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is Shutter Island. I know they're not comparable movies. I know they're not comparable performances. Oh, they're comparable. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is one of the greatest movies of uh, all time. Shutter Island is a phenomenal movie. It's a great movie, movie so but it's not, not, it's, it's not of the same caliber as One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. But I'm saying, let's say, let's say that Jack Nicholson's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, for sake of argument, is to Leonardo DiCaprio's Shutter Island as Jack Nicholson in The Shining is to Leonardo DiCaprio in what? Blank. Something yeah. huge. Inception? Something that is an A-list horror blockbuster directed by a massive name. Let's say, for sake of argument, Scorsese wants to shit out one more movie before he quits. Here we go. This is what I'm talking about. It comes full fucking Scorsese, circle, baby. <laughs> Scorsese makes a horror movie. Like a horror to, noir. Yes. Can we stop saying horror? Horror. I'm, I'm saying it for <laughs> dramatic effect. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck not. Akin, akin to The Shining. Something horror. like that. Because, I mean, Stanley Kubrick was one of the biggest directors in the world when he released oh, The Shining. 100%. Scorsese is one of the biggest directors in the world, as old as he is. I would even, love to, like, even when huge, The Shining came huge, out, he's still one huge. of the biggest directors. Uh, Mike, who directed Shutter Island? Scorsese. I know. Yeah. But it's so not, can it, we shut up about that movie not being Matt, great? You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Thank you. This was the point I was making. I was like, it's Scorsese. <laughs> I would love, and I wouldn't You're be both surprised. Wrong. You're both wrong. Okay. No. <laughs> I would be I would be surprised if Scorsese was to make a full blown horror movie if Leonardo DiCaprio wasn't right. Oh, he would if be. They love they yeah. dude. They've been they, in so many movies together. They love each other. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, okay, Shutter Island. Yes, you could argue it's a horror movie. It's like a Prisoners, more pure horror movie. Yes, a pure horror movie. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's my answer. But what's Leonardo pure DiCaprio. horror? Or that's all interpretive. That, I understand that. Yes, it's a thriller. Yeah. Or he made Cape Fear. That's a thriller. Yeah. Or obviously Bradley Cooper or Man Crush on. You can oh, argue yeah, maybe Nightmare Alley. He's my one B. Nightmare Alley is not a horror movie. It's not a horror. 
So. All right. So, Matt, I'll start with you here. Uh, five years from now, what is a movie that will be looked at as a classic that is not currently considered to be one? Uh, possession. Possessor. Possession. Possession. Oh, possession. Yeah, from 1981. I have to look up the guy's name. It's a foreign name, and it's hard, so I need to make sure I can say it right. Um, so it came out in 1981. It's the same new movie. It's uh, Andrzej Zalowski. It's, it's, it's very, very... Andrzej Zalowski? Yeah. We'll call sure. it that. Okay. Uh, came out in 1981. I'm sure that multiple deep cut Criterion collection motherfuckers would be like, this is a deep, this is like for sure a, cl- uh, a classic, but have you seen it? Have yeah. you seen it? Have you nope. seen it? No. Nope. I can name on three fingers people I know that have seen it. And I know people that watch a lot of fucking movies. So this is going to be my pick. Uh, I watched it within the last few months and I've been seeking it out. I finally sat and watched it. Sam Neill in it is incredible. Sam Neill's in mm-hmm. that movie? Oh, baby. I think it's his best performance out of any movie I've ever seen him in. Really? Um, and also, um, the the main actress, Isabel Angiani, is unbelievable. It's a heart wrench. It's just a brutal sit-through to watch. Uh, it's definitely a horror movie. It's very gross. It's very intense. Emotionally, it's... It's very reminiscent to what something Ari Aster. It also reminds me a lot of The Brood by David Cronenberg yep. from 79. Yep. Um, manifesting emotions into a quite literal, um, not necessarily human, but physical, slimy form. There's tentacles. You'll fucking like it. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> tentacles, baby. Uh, I'm going to call had, Possession you had me 1981. That's going to be my... In five years, okay. this is going to gain the popularity it's because it's getting released on all these like Blu-ray and 4K yep. things. So people are finally able people to are talking watch about it, it um, okay. a lot. Like, and my second one's going to be uh, Ken Russell's The Devils from 1971. Okay, quick, quick, we, talk, we quick, talked about that quick, last yeah. time, right? Yeah, uh, yes. talk about The Devils. Yeah, Cat. Five years from now, which movie will be looked at as a classic that is not conser- currently considered to be one? Uh, I, s- I have two. Okay, Scream uh, Four. It follows. Yeah, and us. Okay. Oh, all right. I see. It. I, I guess the question I would say, yeah, more to like the average person. But I think both of those movies aren't they already, are already, already considered? Well, and they're no? originals. Like, yeah. So I yeah. feel like those already. I. But I don't think they're so new. They kind of have to age. I understand what you're saying. Like to the average person on the street, if you brought up, I, I would say us maybe because it's a Jordan Peele movie, so maybe it's a little bit more mainstream. But it follows. I feel like uh, no, the but, average but like the average person is Craig, and Craig's like, I haven't watched that movie. You're an idiot. Drives me insane. Like, you watch something, Craig. I bet you he doesn't not... even watch Stranger Things. Like, come on, Craig. I, I guarantee you, Craig has not seen It Follows or Us. Oh, so I think, I think he's seen right. It Follows. I think he's seen It Follows. He loves Sinister, so he knows good movies. But he's okay. one of those average people that okay. just doesn't watch everything. Right. So you're not wrong. Right. She's not wrong at all. No. I'm right. You're right. He's, <laughs> he's the one that's picking the right movie. A movie from. 30-something years ago that's finally going to be 40. named yeah. 40 years ago. <laughs> no, I, people are finally like, it took yeah, like, this long because nobody pays attention to movies. Hmm. Andrew, what's going to be a classic? Mine's not going to be even close to right because I picked <laughs> Possessor. <laughs> that movie is fucking awesome, but that's going to take... Th- Possessor is uh, also a great yeah, movie. But that's yeah. going to take Possessor and Possession. Yeah. But that's going to take 30 years before anybody appreciates that movie. Probably. You're right. Well, hopefully that's after the they problem. listen to this, then at least... 
Yeah, Hands someone watched it. Good. Brandon Cronenberg, awesome movie. That's so, gory as fuck. We have to give we have to give some flowers to Brandon Cronenberg. On we do episode, have to give some I think flowers been, to him. He's been mentioned on multiple. As yeah. he should be. Yeah, absolutely. Flowers. Yeah. Yep. Flowers. Yeah. Deserves to be mentioned for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I'll uh, before I go here, I just want to give another shout out to somebody else who's contributed. Con- Contributed. I guess they contributed to a question. To this episode tonight. Uh, very big thank you to our buddy James, who is a listener of the show and always gives us good feedback. And uh, we asked him some of these questions. We asked, we did ask him this question, and his answer was the witch. Now, so that's another one where I would say I think to, to me that that's already a classic. Yeah. But he is, uh, uh, you know, on board the train of the fact that Eggers is going to continue to make great movies. You know, already done the Lighthouse. And that uh, The Witch is a great slow burn psychological horror movie that will be a classic in a few years, without a doubt. I, agree I, thought, it, I thought it was. A I'll, I'll give it another decade and a half. Yep. But yes, I, yeah. I think eventually it will be a classic. Because they have to I age agree. to get. Yeah, I know, but I feel classic. like it's a classic already because I love it so. You much. have to realize right. we're also a nerds, horror nerds. I'll Sorry. take one. Um, I have a couple of things here that I think are a little bit more low key. Like I tried to go a little bit outside the box here. Thank you. Um, I had uh, Karen Kusama's The Invitation, which is an extremely underrated movie from a few years ago. Yeah, there's a number two coming up. Did not know that. Not, there's a sequel coming up to The Invitation? Mm-hmm. I had no Is it like The it's Uninvited? It's like a wedding invitation. It's literally like a wedding. No, no, no. It's literally like a completely different invitation, yeah. but it's still an invitation. Another one I had too that I thought was a great movie that's very taut, tense, sup- lots of supernatural elements that you know turn it fully into horror. Uh, the Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh, Ooh, I think yeah. it's one of those movies that's going to really movie. people great are going to really look back on that. We and great talk staff. About that movie. Uh, yeah, staff, mm-hmm. great cast. Great Emil Hirsch, it's only a couple Emil, Emil Hirsch, uh, Brian Cox. Mm-hmm. They the OG yeah, they, yeah. fucking Hannibal Lecter, dude. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. yeah. From my So yeah, man the, the invitation of the yeah. autopsy of Jane Doe. All right, next question. The horror movie that you'd most like to see turned into a haunted house. This can now pre- mm. just pretend we have an unlimited budget. Anywhere is going to turn this into a haunted house. Let's say it's going to be at a theme park, so budget is no issue. What movie or TV show or horror property would you like to see turned into a haunted house? Cat, your arms are flailing in the air like Pick Jigsaw, me. living with Jigsaw. <laughs> Why don't we start with you? <laughs> the, okay. the horror movie you'd most, <laughs> most like to see in a haunted house. Well, actually, it's funny. When I was thinking about this, I actually Googled it because I wasn't sure if it already had been a haunted house. So I looked this up because I wasn't sure if it had already been done or not. And I think it had been done in a small scale in L.A., I believe, when I did look it up. But I wanted to see The Babadook as a haunted house. I don't think I've seen anything about the Babadook being a There is. It's a very small scale thing. It's on YouTube, and it looks crazy, and it looked amazing. Okay. So I think it has been done, but not on a bigger scale of like Universal at Halloween, um, Halloween Horror, Nights. Horror Nights or like a big thing. But it 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 was cool because it was like the different pages in the book when you first got in there. There was a, either a real person or a not real person who was like in the shadows as like with the big black cape and then there was the closet there was like a lot of like weird things like going through almost like the Mm. babadoo book yeah but it'd be cool if it was like that but like there's never really right the 
It's just so you think you see. Yeah. yeah. That'd be good. I like yeah. that idea. That's I think good. That's a, that actually would work very well for a house. Yeah. I think that's a great answer. Thanks. Really cool monster in Babadook. <laughs> Thank so, you. Thanks. I mean, you're welcome. I feel I'm right, and I'm, this is nice. I feel <laughs> I feel loved. <laughs> okay. Good right. answers. So you wanted to start. Uh, who would like to go next? Matt? Andrew? Sure. I don't, I, either way, I already have my answer. I, I'd love a it. just rugged Texas chance on Oscar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, full blown. You go through the butcher. You go through the the butcher shop. You go through the slaughterhouse. You go through the gas station. Yes. Yep. The house. You get chased through a cornfield. There's some big fuck chasing you with a fucking shameless chainsaw around. You know what I mean? Full blown. It's I'm, it's been done. But yeah, I was gonna say it has that's, to have been that's, done. That's, no? that's my I was gonna say it, it has been, but I I know your enthusiasm for that movie. I would recommend go on YouTube at some point. Search for Halloween Horror Nights Orlando Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They've done it twice in the yeah. last like five years, and the scale, the sets, the detail—unbelievable! It's really cool. So you you would you would like it just because they do like video like walkthroughs of what I it looks on, like and everything. It's it's wild. I went on this like haunted hayrod deal when I was a kid, um, kind of near their Carver Middleborough line, and there was a big big like chainsaw chase through a corn maze type That's deal. Cool. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. Of, like basically, like the guy that's driving you around is the one, and the guy's just chasing after. It's fu- it was into, and that was only probably like nine, maybe ten. So I was like, this is oh, fucked. This is like, terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah awesome. so yeah, no Texas Chainsaw Massacre for sure. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> from nineteen seventy three. That's my thing. Yeah. Okay. Excellent, Andrew. Uh, phantasm. That's it. No <laughs> I mean, let's be real. That'd be an awesome fucking okay, it, ha- it hasn't been turned into one so yet, good. so that I'll give you that. That's the one that hasn't I'll been done. And it would be awesome. Tall man running through a mortuary, like those little fucking hunting those little fucking jabberwockies. Like, yeah. all right. So it's time to uh, go back into the well. Here we have a couple of different answers from our two contributors. Yes, uh, Maddie G, Matt Gilbert, and also James again. Uh, so James had mentioned as a movie he wants to most see turned into a haunted house is Sinister, which I think would make for a very good haunted yeah, house. Buddy. Great monster, Bagul, very scary monster. Uh, it was adapted into a haunted house in Orlando, I think, one time. It was half a haunted house. It was like a mix-up house, a Blumhouse house, actually. A so it kind of was, was a Blumhouse. A Blumhouse. <laughs> a Blumhouse house. But I think, I think that uh, <laughs> dedicating an entire haunted attraction to Sinister would be much more effective. You could tell a better story, and it would be much more scary. So I would say that. And then also, our buddy Matt Gilbert said, this is a random pick. I would have never chosen this movie, but I think now, thinking about it, would make for an interesting haunt. The Sixth Sense. Okay. Lots of jump scares in that movie. Lots of ghosts. Lots of dead kids. And like house. Dead people. Things when they lots like the door. Dead, dead Bruce Willis's. Dead kids. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing know. creepier than dead kids. Yeah. Right? And I read like the color red as a symbol in different things. Yes. Interesting. Yes. The number six. Like the sixth. Right. Like, like they right? put that yeah. a lot in the movie. Yeah. There's the six. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Six. So I'll, con- I'll continue the uh, the Stephen King theme throughout uh, a lot of tonight, and I'll say that I think that it would make a great haunted house because you could do some really cool creature effects if you did a haunted house based on The Mist. I fucking love that movie. One That's of my favorite Stephen. One of the best. <laughs> there, yeah, there, there's actually yeah, there's, there's a tentacle creature. That's, in a the top, <laughs> That's a top three Stephen King adaptation. Adaptation. All time. Yep, agreed. I had that one down, and then also I would really love to see a balls to the wall again. Tough to do. Because of all the practical effects, um, another 
I guess tentacle monster movie. The thing. Yeah. The thing would make for a fantastic haunted house. I, I did give it. I did rewatch or the Alien. other day, but I yeah. didn't feel like I needed to bring it up. Yep. The movie sure. rocks so hard. It certainly does. All right, so we're getting down to the nitty gritty in the end here of questions, or not the, the nitty gritty. These are the I guess quick the things. These are the quick things. Um, a no movie, a horror answers. movie that you would go back in time to watch in theaters. I have several, Matt. so skip me. Okay, Cat. The Shining. Cool. Great answer. That was one of my answers as well. Bam. It. Done. It. Alien. Alien. Okay. Uh, I had The Exorcist as well as The Shining. I would just love to go back and see if the The audience reaction was, like, yeah, the the chaos that ensued when this movie was screened, as everybody says. People throwing up and (laughs) I guarantee you never actually happened. (laughs) No, probably never Oh, it did. From what I've heard, it did. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. Go for it. I have the exercise. I fantasize about being able to be wrapped around a fucking movie theater sidewalk and waiting in line for three and a half hours to get in and see The Exorcist on December 26th, 1973. <laughs> <laughs> Opening day? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I won't say The Texas Chainsaw Massacre because I can't imagine that was a wide release. Right. Um, but I will say The Exorcist. I will say Rosemary's Baby is my Ooh, second. Ooh, good one. Good one. Because Very I know that that wasn't necessarily like the hype, mm. but just going and seeing that and the way that ending to me is the most phenomenal horror movie ending arguably ever um, in terms of how horrific it really is when you think about it. Um, and to see that in theater and just to be in a theater full of fucking people, especially in 1968 mm. when that it, I imagine is so over the top. Uh, would have been fucking phenomenal. You know what I like about that answer, too, is like when we went, so me, Mike, and Kat went and saw The Last Night in Soho mm-hmm. at like the Plymouth Pawtucket. Oh, yeah. Like, Plymouth and Pawtucket. it was just a bunch of old ladies, there was like four old ladies there. And us. And us <laughs> watching this movie. And that was the reaction of the crowd was like, these old ladies and then us. They so walked out of that movie and they looked at us. What are we watching? What the fuck happened? <laughs> I, like, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh my god, I'm offended. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were very like. They were like, so what did you think? They of seemed very. They seemed every, very upset. They like, seemed yeah. very concerned yeah. about was, everything. Well, that's the thing. Like back in yeah. the day, like going to the movies is like if you don't see the movie in theaters, you don't see the fucking movie. Yeah. It was right. so long before movies yeah. a got released on TV and b came on VHS. So anytime a movie comes out. Everybody goes to see it. Yep. Whether you're a horror fan, a western fan, a comedy fan, a drama, anything. Right. If the movie's out, it's Friday night, you're, you're going, going to, to the it. fucking movies. Yep. And yep. you see Roman Polanski, you see Mia Farrow, you see all these fucking big names, you're like, alright, let's go. We're going to see yeah. Rosemary. We're going to see a motion picture and you, tonight. Yeah, and then you have that fucking, <laughs> it's the year is one, Satan lives. That must have been like, a, oh my what a great God, time to be alive. Like, like, when that was when movies were, like, that was it. That's all you have. Like, the, I the shining that's why I was week. like, this is my favorite, like, question to think of. Yeah. It's just, like, going back in time, like, what's that movie? But, like, could you, you imagine could capture the, that, the like, final five minutes? It, like, final, the Shining, like, and, the, the shining and Alien. Or Alien at the too. end, like, oh, just God. freaking Alien is probably oh, great, God. Oh, God. Dude, <laughs> seeing the chest burst, the, the original chest burster scene in theaters, when you had no idea what was going on, must have been so horrific. Because there was... Barely any trailers. Mm. Yep, that's true. This is also a Halloween is probably a good one too. Mm. Yeah. Which hold on, wait, can we talk for a second, by the way, about the thing you sent to the group chat, Andrew? That on oh, the yeah. fist 
the fist holding the knife cool, on the right? Halloween I poster as a screaming like, oh, face. Never knew that. So I never. Noticed, I didn't notice that. Someone else. Dear listener, somebody pointed this out to Andrew. Look at the original poster for Halloween from 1978, and the hand that grips the knife is a screaming face at it's one point. Wild. Wild mm-hmm. stuff. Wild stuff. Okay, we're moving here. We're moving. We're moving because we're over two hours. What is the <laughs> one horror item already announced to be coming out sometime in the undefined future that you are the most excited for? So this can be a movie, a TV series, a book, something else, a haunted attraction, anything you want. Well, that's a book. The thing that has been <laughs> announced. That's coming in the future that you're the most excited for, Matt. Cat. Um, the Quiet Place spin. That's coming out next year. Okay. Boo. No, I'm excited for it. I is like it, the Quiet is it, Place. Is it, is it another movie or is it a TV show or what um, is it? Um, I'm. I'm sure it's going to be a movie. Are you a horse? I think it's make a movie. Money. Yeah, I am a horse, of course. <laughs> um. But of course. Moving on. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it says A Quiet Place Day 1. Quiet Place Day 1. Okay. So it's the next installment in the first. So is this going to star John Krasinski? Is he going to be in it, like, when the original stuff happened? Like, do you know? Uh, Maybe they haven't released that yet. I have no idea. I don't think that they have released. All right, so you don't know a lot about it. That's fine. We don't know a lot about it because it's in the future, but it hasn't been in... It hasn't been to be yet. So Paramount didn't announce the title of the next... Wait. (laughs) They revealed the Quiet Place spinoff prequel is called A Quiet Place Day One. That's all. Okay. And it comes out next year. Awesome so story. I kind of like that better than the... the yeah, I don't want I don't want to know anything. Okay, yeah. fair enough. And again, this this should be brief because we shouldn't know a lot about these projects. Right. Andrew, do you have something? Uh, Hellraiser and Prey. <laughs> okay, so Ooh. you're shitting on Hulu, but you're naming two Hulu things? Well, I didn't know that they were Hulu, and now I'm going to shit them out. So, so here's what's going to happen, is I'm going to be extremely disappointed. Well, so I also had Prey as one of my things, but it wasn't my Hellraiser first Hellraiser is a Hulu? That's correct. Harry told us tonight we already t- when we talked about Hellraiser. Remember? I know, but... Clive Barker has been... A Hulu fucking monster. Yeah, Books of Blood. Books of Blood was actually good, though. All right, so there you go. So reserve your judgment. That was Hulu, but I still have no faith. Losers in Hulu. Um, I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put my balls on the table and say that Prey is gonna be fucking awesome. I think Prey looks dope. It's such an awesome idea for a way to continue the Predator franchise that has not been done. But is that a Hulu? Yes, it is. Uh, Dan Trachtenberg, I believe is his name, the is guy that, that directed 10 Cloverfield Lane. Michelle Trachtenberg? Yeah. Well, he's, he's, good. Well, he's uh, <laughs> as far he's as awesome. I know, he's the most famous for directing 10 Cloverfield Lane, which was a fucking awesome movie. John Goodman? He's directing yeah. the new Predator movie, which is called Prey. Um, I guess my big answer here, what I'm most excited for that's coming out in the future that we know next to nothing about is the Alien TV series that's coming to Hulu that's going to be written and directed by Noah Hawley. Damn, we all better get free Hulu subscriptions. Right? Um, So, (laughs) more Hulu. Obviously, there has not been a lot of movement in the Alien franchise over the last few years. Ridley Scott failed with Alien Covenant. Even though I think Alien Covenant's a very good movie and Prometheus has a lot of good ideas. I don't think they're bad movies. They've got a bad rap. Then Disney bought Fox which owns the right to Alien, and all this, you know, basically everything goes into development hell. But there is going to be a straight-to-Hulu Alien series. And Noah Hawley directed uh, Legion, that was a FX series. He also is in charge of the Fargo uh, reboot series. That's oh, on I love Fargo. Which is great. Fargo's fantastic. Yep, it's a good show. So he's done a lot of good stuff. I'm interested to see where he takes this, and obviously anything with the Alien franchise is very exciting to me. 
That's my the Kay. Alien TV series. Who's next? Did we miss? Did we get everybody? We got we everybody. Get everybody. Go. Yeah, Matt's Matt. Turn. All right. So I definitely am excited for Salem's Lot, which got pushed out to 2023. Yes, that's I'm excited for Rise of the Evil Dead or Evil Dead Rise. Yes, yes. Um, and then I'll have to. Uh, I guess I'm excited. I, like kind of off-brand horror. I'm excited for uh, Aronofsky's The Whale. Um, Brendan Fraser, baby. Yeah, I guess it might not necessarily be full-blown horror. It's going to have horror elements for sure because it's Aronofsky. Um, I'm also excited for Gaspar Noe's Dario Orgy. Okay. Actually, I have one more. Sorry. <laughs> this is, Wait a uh, minute. I've been waiting for this movie to come out on streaming for a long time. I guess it was a big hit in uh, a lot of film festivals. Um, it's called Speak No Evil. And I believe it is a Belgium film. Uh, I could be wrong, and I apologize if I am, but it should be coming out apparently on like Shutter or something streaming sure. within like the next like month or two. It's supposed to be a summer release. I, think so I saw that summer. It's supposed to be really fucked up. I guess it's got a crazy ending, okay. so I'm looking forward okay. to that. Fair enough. Um, and those are my looks. Okay, Kat, I'm amazed that you didn't uh, say Hocus Pocus too. Which I know is coming out already, but Ooh, yeah, I oh, that would have been one thing for that. sure that I would have thought that you. I am ex- okay. Can I say that Hocus Pocus too? Okay. Sure, of course. There you go. There. Hocus Pocus. Too. I forgot about it. Wow. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, this is probably our longest episode to date, but uh, I think that's all we got for tonight. We oh, covered. We no, that's it. That's it. We don't need oh. that. It's too long. These would be off on tangents like you um, fucking read. Where wombat? That's all I got. Where wombat? So we can we go. can talk about that. We, maybe we can incorporate a new segment. We'll talk I want to be later. a mermaid. Can I be okay. a mermaid? <laughs> <laughs> I longer know. I no longer know what's happening. Oh my well, goodness! That's what it says on the side. Yeah, just put it's that away. <laughs> I, I I understand. Guys, fun tonight? Do we have a good time? Good yeah, topics, right? Good, good topics for discussion. Okay. Why don't we quit while we're ahead? <laughs> we'll pull a Costanza and we'll walk out in a high note. How about that? Debating okay. that this is all a high note for the last two hours and 15. Uh, we shall see. But anyway, uh, here's where you can find our show. Big hint. You can find it wherever you're listening to our show right now. Next week, we'll be there again. We're also on Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever else you may get your podcasts. This has been another episode of America's Hometown Horror. My name is Mike. I've been your host. Golf clap, please. I have been joined by my fellow co-hosts, Matt, Kat, and Andrew. All you lovely people, please say a good evening to uh, your audience. Uh, good, evening. good evening. Good evening. Adios, muchachos. <laughs> oh, that's good my other move. No, that's mine. No, I say adios, I say adios muchachos. You say good evening. Peace, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Fuck y'all, motherfuckers. Hey, everyone. It's Mike from America's Hometown Horror. I just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show because, of course, we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.